Okay, here we go. Broadcasting live, this is KMA Talk Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. With your hosts, Honest Abe and Adam K. the Brewmeister. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kmatalkradio.com. I like to smoke them like some rich Libertarians, lovers of the leaf, and everyone out there in Radio Land, welcome to another exciting edition of KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live here in lovely South Florida. I am uh, Adam K. The Brewmeister. With me, of course, as always, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Honest Abe. Good morning. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a while. Good afternoon. Right? <laughs> afternoon. I, I feel like it's afternoon but already. Abe, Abe just literally, Abe just walked in the door. So that's why I said that. That's what my bosses have always said to me when I'm a few minutes late. I actually was kind of exactly on time. I mean, I know our guest Jack said that, but you technically were 30 seconds after six. Oh, was after it? the six minute hour? Yeah. You, you want to be you exact? Want to, you want to bet a dollar on that? No, I don't no. think he <laughs> does. No, no, probably not going to happen. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you what, though, you know, it's one of those mornings, literally, like 20 lights. I mean, like every light. When you're late, like when you're running behind. Every light in the universe catches you. It's like ridiculous. It's funny because I had the exact opposite oh. thing happen to me this morning. I hit no lights coming when you here. Have to, when you're on, and we come from the, almost the same place. When you're running on time, that's the way it works. And not only do I have every light, I have every idiot driver that was on the road in front of me oh. to boot. No, no, no. I, I had an entire road blocked on my way and I had to be detoured. Where? At, Atlantana, just south of Congress, was completely shut down. Atlantana? How do you come here? Atlantana to 95. Why don't you take Southern? Oh, I guess Santana's closer. All right, yeah. Yeah, it's too too far. Why would I go to Southern? I have to go to Fort. Because Southern's fast. Yeah. It's like a highway. Yeah, it's you mean fast, you can do like but eighty I, on Southern. We just, yeah, yeah. we just lost every listener that's not in uh, the Palm Beach area. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, now he's, a voice. now he's mad at me. I'm mad at you? You always think I'm mad at you? He walks in the office yesterday <laughs> for a pre-meeting. He's like, I did. Are you mad at me? Dude, why would I be mad at you? He's like, I want you to get some kind of he complex. He always thinks that. He's yeah, texting me all the time I'm about that. You? He's like, I'm going to get fired. I'm totally I texted, get fired. I texted Adam I'm yesterday. Fired. It's, I, at, least, at least I know that there's a 50% chance I'm going to get fired every time I go into a meeting. So. Why? I just, I, I don't know. I Paranoia. I'm Paranoia. serious. No, you are, you're off the hook, man. Listen, like, you're never if predictable. If he hasn't gotten fired in the <laughs> 10 years he's worked for me, it's, only it's nine. a near impossibility for you. <laughs> I mean, really? You know, we had a rep like that. A rep like every time you'd go travel with him, he'd pick you up at the airport and he'd say, "Are you here to fire me?" He he was that paranoid. Yeah. And what then is one that? day he was right. Oh, he was. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, listen. He wrote his own destiny. I mean, yeah, yeah, if yeah. that's the way you are, sooner or later you're going to be <laughs> yeah. right. I mean, odds are yeah, you're going to be right one day. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yes, yeah, so those of you listening, Jack Duranio is here from Espinosa Cigar and National Sound And our special guest, Coop the special Scoop. guest, no, our special correspondent, man. He's our not special a guest. Cor- he's, a, he's a correspondent. He's a key correspondent. Do you see him downplay you, man? Uh, you know, look at I'm just say. reading off the script he that has someone more wrote. He gear on than you do. <laughs> this is true. Well, I, I also don't, a new cap. Yeah. I also don't own a hat, so yeah. 
Oh, why would you cover those beautiful bangs? I know, right? <laughs> I have a couple sleeves of them in the back of the car if you'd like one. I'm okay. Thanks. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I tried to get him to wear one. He wore one at the Great Smoke briefly, and then he took it. He's like, this looks stupid. That's pretty much how he sounds. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Paul. Hey, did you guys see the picture that, that Coop posted yesterday Dude, of himself? I'm telling you. You were a stud. <laughs> There's a big movement for the facial hair to come back. Yeah. There's a big bow. With the giant shirt? <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> well, that was the style back he knew, then. He knew he'd grow into it. Right. Well, look, you know, my day job right now, it's not practical. Maybe at some point it returns the facial hair. But yeah. Facial hair is not practical for What, do you work at job? Disney World? Yeah, exactly. What, are you, a nah, surgeon? What, you can't have facial hair <laughs> at your nah, day it, job? It's not appropriate. Yeah, I was just say that. For real? <laughs> for real, yeah. Now, is this, it's not a rule. No, it's not a rule. I was going to say, is this an actuality or is this just like a coup perception? Well, a coup thing? perception. Okay, there yeah. you go. I'll be honest with you. All right, All right okay. Yeah, yeah, we can Understood. Wow. All right. So he's got psychosis too. Good to know. Yeah, we're all a little bit. <laughs> it, listen, it's the Jack Tarano show. Psychosis is going to be the specialty of the it's gonna be a they psychoanalyzed Hector last night on Smoke Night Live. Did you see that? Yeah, I, I didn't did. catch it, man. You know, I didn't either. I fell asleep. I, well, you know. You well, know. We usually do, too. No, just kidding. <laughs> I had to uh, give wife some time last night. So, wifey, we had some time. So, Oh, that's. did you do like a date night? Yeah, like an in-house date night. You with know, with the kids there? No, they go to bed. Oh. You know, all right. a little date night afterwards. You know. Would you? Did you like... Like candles and make it all romantic. Yes, like gave her a nice massage on our oh, massage yeah. table. It was a nice night. You have a massage table in your house? Actually, yes. My wife bought it for me for my birthday, maybe about four or five years ago. So that what when massage people come over, they don't have to bring their well, own. I'm not a normal sized dude. <laughs> man, so like, oh, you know, that's true. I didn't think of that. Yeah, this is a pretty. Oh, hefty... so you can't get on those folding ones? Let's just say I don't want to buy any more anybody any more new tables. <laughs> let's put it that way. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I have my own heavy-duty massage table, folding massage table. It's a huh. folding table, man. But it's, like, huge. Is there a, a weight limit to it? Yeah, it's more than me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Is Paul, it more than Nimish and Saka? Paul, Paul, Paul with always the poignant questions. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I just want to know. I don't know. Like well, Next time you're over, we'll let you see I'm, it. I'm trying I'll, to let figure play, out. I'll let you play with it next time you're over. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how detailed he wants you to get I, with yeah. his, his evening. Embarrassing, <laughs> embarrassing amount of detail. It's not embarrassing. Loves. I just And then when the romantic night is over... Right? Oh my God! You guys, Hi-oh! you you go and sleep on the couch. That's my that's my whole thing. Like you, you have this beautiful romantic night, and then you go to sleep on the couch. Okay. That's basically the end of the Shut night, up, right? Paul, <laughs> thank you, thank you, Colin. Yes, that's exactly what everyone in the all of America was thinking at the well, exact this got same time. Yeah, well, it's only awkward for him, really. It's not awkward for me at all. I'm just, you know, inquisitive. Inquiring minds want to know when to stop. Look at the Facebook chat. People want to know. I highly doubt that. (laughs) I will not be getting on the Facebook. Thank you. Thank you for that. The The Facebook. Facebook. The Facebook. Facebook. Or the book face is also my other favorite one. So how was your drive in, Coop? Well, I had to drive around. Actually, I had to drive around the hurricane. Really? Because um, normally I go down I-95. But one of the roads leading to I-95 was an evacuation route from the beach, which was getting hit. So uh, it was one way. So I had to go through Atlanta, which is a much longer drive. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I like I, Atlanta. I like, well, it's dealing with the traffic stuff there. Yeah, yeah the right, traffic right. is very difficult. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, you could get from Charlotte to, like, Tampa in one day, and it's too much to make it all the way down here in one shot. I was watching your episode with Nick the other day. Was it in the humidor? Were you filming that in the he humidor? He actually has that set up in his lounge now. Oh, he does now. Yeah, okay. so he has a display thing outside his lounge. 
is is that open display to the whole room? It's open to the okay. whole room, yeah. And right. then there's the humidor that he's got the whole Perdomo humidor. Right, in that's yeah. that's what it looked like you yeah. guys were in for a yeah. second. Yep. That was a very nice episode. No, thank you. It was they were very hospitable to me uh, there as well. Considering we did have a technical issue, they were very patient too. Really? Yeah, we had a technical, technical issue. Go figure. Yeah, go figure. Right. <sighs> I, I, you know, you think you have everything tested though, and what happens? We go to dinner, we come back, it doesn't work. So of course, yeah. always. I feel always. I feel your pain, Coop. Yes. Yeah, I know how it is. Yes. Yeah, but I can't blame a you know. Unfortunately, I don't have Paul. I can't order. blame a producer. <laughs> that's what he was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, that was, I blame him all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. This is why we have him. He's a punching bag. But you didn't get hit by the hurricane then at all. No, no, Charlotte. Yeah, we're we're pretty far inland right now. Um, but you guys canceled the show last week because. It looks like you've rebuilt here, by the way, after the, the storm, right? <laughs> no. so, right? I yeah, see the walls are coming down. Well, you know, I mean, you know, no one knew where it was going and everything. And then we we couldn't, the studios didn't have the staff. There were people here because everybody was going to board up and prep. That right. was really the main problem. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we talked with Alec and Bradley like the day before. Like, you know, we're game if you're game. You got to come up from Miami. We right. don't know what's going on, but and they wanted to do it too. Alec said to me, he goes, "We're Floridians, man. It, this doesn't phase us." It, so he said, know, "We don't mind." But it, it really doesn't, man. I mean, it's just it's just more of an inconvenience and a hassle than it is anything. Until you go through Hurricane Andrew, and then I, I know Jack, but you're living in the past. Like I mean, and they don't build. I mean, it's been a couple decades now. They don't build. Nothing's built like that anymore. Yeah, you know, I mean. You can't build a playground without that slide taking 180 mile an hour winds these days. I mean, yeah. nothing's flying around. It's just the yeah, everything's concrete block and yeah. I mean, mostly the impact windows. Changed. Everything here. This is not an old town. Everything here is new, built new. All in windows are pretty much impact windows. You can't build a home in the last decade without it being pure impact windows. Mm. It's it's the hassle. Yeah, mine is mine was my house was built right before <laughs> they started mandating impact uh, windows. Okay. So I still have shutters. Do you have one floor what? or two floor? One floor, thank okay, God. Okay, because what happens was there was a period in between where the second floors had to be. Oh, that's funny because some houses yes. in a, in the neighborhood next to us, I, the I house popped I in. Li- I did see that. The, the, house top I, had- the house I lived in before, the second floor windows that they built were all hurricane resistant, but you had to shutter the bottom. The, the first right, floor. the top floor is not covered, but the bottom floor had. Yeah. I saw that on yeah. a couple of there houses. There was a period where they didn't fully mandate it, but I guess contractors like, well, we're going to make these houses a little more convenient just through the top floor, you know, and it's just stupid phase. But it's, it's expensive to to do it if you don't have it, though. It's it's not a cheap investment. But that's the problem. It's the hassle. It's the people running out of water, the gas, the going nuts, and then the electric and the stuff going down. You know, I mean, that's that's pretty much most of the hassle is post hurricane. So, I mean, I've been here twenty three years. We've had a couple. We have one that literally the eye went right over Jupiter. When I was living in Jupiter, which was kind of really weird, man. It was, it was almost going to happen. This time, I think I've been through the eye twice. Yeah, twice since I've lived here, and it's it's definitely um, during Jean or no, Francis. During Francis, the eye was definitely right over us. Francis, I'm trying to remember where I was living. I was still living in my first house here, but that could have been the second one. one For this area, that was, Francis that was, that was, was probably the that most was 04, devastating yeah. in in years. Oh, four. And Francis was what a two or a three, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wasn't married. Yeah, you know, we were in that house. Probably mm-hmm. it was Francis was. Well, the first wasn't one. Wilma pretty big? Yeah, that was yeah. The, that was the that next was a big year, one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, well, I mean, comes so. up with these names. Yeah, I know. There's I like, a, you I like, can submit I like the name Dorian. I'd seem Dorian's evil. Dorian's a cool name. Yeah. Dorian. Dorian. Yeah. What did you do, Adam? Did do you like Nothing. do any kind of prep? Uh, I got gas. I went to the liquor store. I bought a case <laughs> of beers. <laughs> Patio furniture. Didn't even bring it in. Really? Well, we were wait. We That's were kind of like not yeah. So right you would have been that neighbors. guy. Yeah, you're that guy. Well, no. I mean, the problem is like. There's three chairs in the backyard. It's like, okay, all of a sudden, right before, like, Friday night, it's like, it's turning. It's like, okay, 
I've got accordion shutters on the house. Like, you got a grill? Yeah. Left it out? It, it's under, you, it's under, have, it's under cover. Time it, if it would have turned it's in a patio, way. yeah. I left yeah. my grill out, but I left it in the corner between the yeah. our privacy fence and the I had, house. I had everything strapped and up. Bungie. And bungeed, yeah. I had everything strapped up and done and brought inside by Sunday. Me, they, they oh, I had it done by Friday because I had to fly out Saturday morning. Well, yeah, I but did they don't all Sunday. of a sudden tell you, it'll be here in 15 minutes. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> no, but you, you know, just, you, know, you know, that stuff, they never know where it's going to go. That's the problem. When they were saying it was going directly for us, I'm like, oh, great, because they've never been right. Right? <laughs> so you knew they would Yeah, right. exactly. I mean, 23 years, I've never seen they, a hurricane follow their projected path five days out. Well, not to mention, with this one, they changed the path 18 different times well, over the course of five days. it wouldn't move. On Thursday and Friday, when we were looking at it, I, I said to my wife, I'm pretty sure, and I'm not a meteorologist, but that I could have come up with that cone of uncertainty. <laughs> <laughs> they covered Key West to, to, to uh, Jacksonville. Yeah. yeah. Get nice and close well, to that sure, mic, I can, Jack. I could come up with that. Yeah, well, talk not, into the mic. Yeah, not to mention Hello. on Tuesday, it was projected not to go anywhere b- bigger than a tropical depression and then got to a Cat 5. Yes. Fantastic. Exactly. Now, the the Bahamas got, got slaughtered. Obliterated. It's, obliterated. It's awful. I mean, they're they're in the Freeport area and what is it, Abaco? Yeah, yeah. Abaco, yeah. Uh, it's, it's terrible. Especially yeah. for a place like that. I mean, they, they don't have, Dude, there's not concrete block it's, construction it's, houses. Well, it, it, and, there will be. Yeah, well, now. Well, well, here's the yeah. sad. That's like Kendall and Homestead were remodeled by Andrew. Right. right. That's you know. exactly what happens. Yeah. I mean, it's sad because, honestly, after the last three hurricanes, I think they were spared last year, but they had like three right before that. They, they made a law like every house had to be 130 mile per hour, you know, withstand. Yeah. They had, any home had to be rebuilt or fixed so they could stand 135 mile per hour winds, and then they get slammed with a 180 mile per hour yeah, right. storm. Right. I mean, literally. <laughs> But, um, yeah, it's one of those things, man. It's tough when you're out there in those islands. And it's three feet above water. There's 23-foot surge wave surges. I mean, it's nuts. Some of those oh. videos of the people that hung out and tried to ride it out. And, and, no. Uh, I mean, come on. I, I'm not riding a storm out on an island. No. I'm getting out. Sean Connery did, actually. <laughs> what a okay. random what? fact. Right, yeah, okay. All yeah, right. no, I, I, I bite. I saw, right, right. I saw a news story that Sean Connery, 89 years old, uh, hung out. I had this bah- Bahamian home during the hurricane. Really? He, he stayed. Interesting. Yeah. Must yeah, but he wasn't in the path. He was in NASA or something. He's also, yeah, and yeah, he's also He's also a- probably got a really nice house. You think? Yeah. And doesn't remember what a hurricane is. He's probably got a safe room. <laughs> do, 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 I, mean, do, I mean, could you be in the Bahamas and not be in the path? Yes. Yes. Really? Yeah. yeah it was. It was mostly northwestern, no, right? Yeah. It was the north northwest side. Wow. Like Nassau. Nassau got a little flooding. Right, but Nassau didn't get hit the way really? like Freeport oh, yeah. did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Nassau and Nassau is the big, the bigger area, right? The bigger tour. Yeah. I've been only been to Freeport a couple yeah. of times. Atlantis, Atlanta, Atlanta. That's in Nassau. Areas, and yeah, that didn't okay. get. Yeah. So you, yes, you. There were places that were spared, but the problem was that it just sat on top of. <laughs> Yeah. The Bahamas for a long hours. time. 30 hours. And this is how much they know. At no moment leading up to that did any meteorologist say, by the way, it's going to stop for 15 hours. Right. Because I've never seen right. a, a hurricane stop. Right. Literally. It's, mm-hmm. it's going to stop for 15 hours and then decide where it's going to I never yeah. heard that forecast. Yeah. Well, the news had fun with it. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. man, the Weather Channel was selling ads like crazy, man. They 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 had their this was their moment of I the year I, to make I, some I cash. I really try not to watch the news at all. I'll Google the path. See what an updated path is by stay away from the news, man. They're all so dramatic. Yeah, they were, the music was really they're all, they're like, always terrifying. Are. They always are. And my <laughs> favorite <laughs> is you, I, the I, weather channel yeah. is the best. I don't watch <laughs> it anymore, but if you do watch it, like your local news, but like 
if it really didn't do the devastation that it's supposed to do, right? They'll go out and find. Oh yeah, here, look at this. We got a couple branches in a tree here. Let's take a picture of this. <laughs> the devastation was fierce in some. And well, they got like a little. They did There's a small puddle here. Right? They, they yeah. did that with the gas lines. So they instead of going to a regular gas station, they go to a Costco. Have you ever passed Costco? It's got a line every day. Oh, yeah. The line is out to the street every day of the week, no matter it's what true. time you go. That's funny. So maybe there were a couple extra cars on right. there. Right. <laughs> you know? So, it, it, but I noticed that they were always at a Costco. They were notice, at the Costco by our house. Right. And, but that, that line's always, always out to the street. Always. Did you ever, you ever did you realize like the two days before the, the storm, gas was like everywhere? Yeah. Like literally two days before the storm, you can get gas anywhere, any time of day. Yeah. When I left, when I left Saturday morning, I, I actually filled up on the way to the airport. Yeah. Because it, it, you could. Everywhere. Yeah. The funny thing is to see all these local weather people, they're they're kind of willing it toward them because Brian Norcross made they, a name They want the it. news. They want it. They, they want, want the it. news. And you got Jim Cantori chasing it down the coast yeah. trying to figure out where it's going to hit. No, they want the news. It's just a matter of time before one of these Their time to shine. gets hit by a two-by-four. I'm more interested in seeing the meteorologist in the studio, the female meteorologist. Oh, my. I was just going to say that. As opposed to having a windbreaker and rain gear. Well, but, but the weather the channel has some... Very attractive meteorologists. They, oh, they've yeah. upped their game in recent years. Mike, they're like the new Fox News. Really? That gym oh, yeah. It's not like it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I'm sorry. I'm going to need that as a soundbite, Colin. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Future soundbite. Future oh. soundbite. Jack Duran. I, I ran cow. up to New York, but not for the hurricane. I had a wedding to go to anyway, and we actually got out Saturday morning. So. You have a wedding every week. We, you do. I do. I didn't want to get crazy. this conversation. He, he's only here one week out of four in October. I said, why, why are you even a producer of the show? <laughs> well, I can produce who, remotely. Who goes to every wedding they're invited to? We're not going to every wedding. We're going to four out of the seven that we were invited if to. If I had to go to four weddings in one month, I would be borderline suicidal. Yeah, I would. I, borderline suicidal. It's awful. I'm not going to lie. Just send the check. That's all they really want. <sighs> they really don't want you there. Yep. I know, but I don't have to give as much if I use points to fly up there and go to the wedding. <laughs> Whatever. Because they don't know that I'm not paying for the flight. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I was. I'd rather pay for the flight and stay home. I was invited to uh, to Zach Moore, the general rep's wedding up in Richmond, Virginia, and I got when I got there, I said, "Listen, for what it cost me to come see you get married, I, I would have sent you a check for a thousand dollars as a gift." You know, it, it, it's funny because when when new people get married and you and they're like, "Man, I don't know who to invite. I'm gonna." Make them upset. I have to break it to them. I said, "Look, make it easy. Don't. I, I don't. Some yeah, people like, hate it. Yeah. No, no. I said, I don't want to like rain on your parade. But of all the people on your list, probably only ten people really want to be there. Yeah, you're not going to really offend anybody. They're called family. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of us are kind of okay. We're gonna go. You tell me you weren't excited to crash my wedding. Hell no. <laughs> I was. Hell no. Yeah, Adam was because he thought he had a shot. That no, he did not. Ooh, that's he never funny. did. <laughs> he never did. Listen to me. Years was, was different. It? We were going to crash a, a wedding and whatever. But, but you know, most people, it's an obligatory thing. I, right? I, you don't you have to tell go. me. I get it. I hate weddings. I hate everything about them. So I try not to disappoint them. I send them a check, and they don't have to buy me a plate. Me and my wife a plate. It's a win-win. I, I've learned the same thing, Abe. It's a win-win. Yeah, Coop, especially when they're, when they're scolding me when they're out of state weddings. They're, they're, That's like your easy out. Oh, yeah. sorry. The destination. Oh, the destination. The kids make it even easier. So when you have kids, oh yeah, use the kids angle. Uh, I. It's I too. Mean, my wife wants to go. That's his problem. His wife wants to so, go. So to tell your wife to go. 
Coop with a line of the day. Just tell her to go. I mean, seriously. That's what I told her. Paul, listen, I've been married 29 years. I'm telling you, that's how it is. Just so you know, that's what a set of balls looks like. I just want you to know. Vivacious. That's what a set of balls looks like right there. Holy cow. So, yeah, we we have openings for producing and and hosting the whole month of October. When, when Coop told me he was going to be here, I was like, oh, maybe this is the, the moment when, Abe, when Abe's like... Uh... I've already tried to get him to move down here. We've been talking about it on Facebook. He's he's working on it. He's like, working, on it. Move. working on it. Move. Listen, where, where you can tell well, you... You want to go to Miami. No, no, think... no. I love my... I'd move up here. Don't leave me here. I was going to say, if you want to live in Miami, you might as well stay where you're at. No, yeah, no. Holy I mean, cow. this was like a hike to get no up offense, here No offense, Jack. Have your, have your wife come in and visit the neighborhood that we all live in. She'll like it there. It's a little bit less I, crazy. I'm you all on. live in the same neighborhood? Pretty much. Kind of, really? yeah. Area. yeah we, we all live in about five, yeah. ten minutes from each other. Not even ten minutes, probably. Yeah. yeah. A little yeah. bit further you out hang west. out at night? And Hell no. No. He, I've tried <laughs> Hell to, no. I've tried to go to his house. The guard gate said that I'm on the do not enter list. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Adam has Abe, been to my house Abe is twice. a wise man. <laughs> no. I, I keep I keep looking for Adam when I'm in Whole Foods. I stop by the bar. I'm like, is Adam at the bar? Nope, he's not at the bar. I haven't been Foods. haven't been in like two years actually. I wonder if JB the is bar concerned. at Whole Foods. Yeah, what happened? I don't know. I just that was had, your thing. I haven't had the time yeah. to go. You what? I just haven't had the time to go or just desire to go. Desire, okay. Yeah. Mm, all right. What are you busy with? I I, I was I, I wasn't even going to get into that conversation. <laughs> it really wasn't. Do you really want to open that door? <laughs> no. Well, we no. We got to get to our. He's busy with your murder plot, Paul. We have that to, he's working he on. Might be. Obviously, yeah. You, you never know. I, Adam's Adam not could, married, right? No. Nope. Oh God, no. no. Hell no. To bourbon. He said. Right. <laughs> he said he'll never be married. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this has been a great first segment of the show. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, more with Jack Duranio and Coop. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too. Yes, it's mandatory. Experience the new Henry Clay Warhawk, a robust and complex cigar that's inspired by the rebellious roots of Henry Clay. The first of a three-part series honoring the life of the great statesman, this cigar is made with the best tobaccos grown and hand-rolled by the Grupo de Maestros at La Flor de Copen in Honduras. And it's not your typical Connecticut. This is a Henry Clay. Stand up, be different, and smoke a Warhawk. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancer to the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Hello, this is Glenn Case, owner of Christoph Cigars. Smoking a cigar is all part of the experience. For me, there's nothing better than gathering with friends after an amazing steak dinner and smoking my GC Signature Series paired with a fine glass of scotch. Good conversation and a few laughs is always better when smoking Kristoff. Start enriching your downtime. Go to Kristoff.com and click on the Discover Your Kristoff tab to find the Kristoff cigars that are right for you. Upgrade your downtime with Kristoff. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers. From the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva to the bold and rich Oliva Siri V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you. So always ask for Oliva. An unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. The recently released Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale aged for 10 years and then barrel aged. 
in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut, Sungrown, or Maduro, available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo Double-Age 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. Hey, this is Clay from La Polina Cigar Company. My likes and dislikes, long walks in the park, old-school gangster films, wrestling grizzly bears with Abe. Dislikes, smelly feet, flight attendants with an attitude, and Friday afternoon traffic. What I know you will like is the La Polina family of fine cigars, such as Mr. Sam, Bronze Label, and our highly rated classic series. But let's not forget the limited edition Goldie. Quality forever. La Polina Cigars. Placencia Cigars has been one of the world's leading growers of first-class tobacco since 1865. Today, Nestor Placencia Sr., together with the fifth generation of the Placencia family, continued the legacy. With over 3,000 acres of quality tobacco fields, they are makers of quality cigars, including Alma Fuerte, ranked among the top 10 cigars in major publications. Find them in your local premium tobacconist stores around the country. Placencia Cigars, perfected for more than 150 years. Yours to enjoy now. Looking for something unique and awesome? Smoke Oscar Valdaris Cigars. 2012 Connecticut. 2012 Corojo. 2012 Maduro. The Oscar Habano. The Oscar Maduro. My Way. And our latest creation, Oscar Valdaris Cicerone Edition. A great cigar that comes in five different collectible boxes with an amazing exclusive artwork. Remember, Oscar has something unique and awesome waiting for you. Ask for Oscar Cigars in your favorite cigar shop. Keep the party going all week long at the world-famous Spearmint Rhino West Palm Beach. Every Sunday, Monday, and Wednesday, enjoy $3 premium drinks from the bar till midnight. Magnum Mondays means $100 magnums of Belvedere and Moe Brut until midnight. Get your thrills every $10 Tuesday with $10 dances all day and night. Ladies, don't miss Women Crush Wednesdays with half off your cover charge. No matter the time of day, it's always a good time at Spearmint Rhino West Palm Beach. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live. I am Adam K., the brewmeister. With me, of course, Mr. Honest Dave. Hello, hello. Paul, the producer. Hi. Our special correspondent, in all the way from the Carolinas, Mr. William Cooper. Hi there. <laughs> that was good. That's a good radio voice. That was yeah. good. And of course, our uh, special guest, Mr. Jack Geronio. Hello, everybody. Who's Jack. Here? Who is Jack. here for what we consider to be our favorite part of the show. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. This week, Game Night Talk Radio is pleased to welcome back Mr. Jack Carano of Espinosa Cigars, formerly of the Carano Cigar Family, and uh, formerly of General Cigars, and well, an industry veteran for sure. Jack, welcome back. I think there were a couple of other companies along the way. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> can throw in another couple. Uh, there's right? a couple more, but <laughs> he's still in the Toronto family, right? Yeah. I mean, you didn't get... they didn't take my name. <laughs> they, they, I, I kept the last name. I just can't use it. <laughs> I just can't use it. I just can't use it. <laughs> That's funny. Pretty good. So, Jack, how's everything going? Everything's going great. How's, I, how's the world of Espinosa Cigars treating you? It's it's Eric. Eric's fantastic to work with, man. Yeah? He's a, he's a lot of fun. You know, we've we've 
I've been traveling a lot, and he travels a lot, so we don't get to spend a lot. of I was going to say, how much time do you really spend working with well, him? Well, these these couple of weeks we've been in the office, you know, together and, and hurricane uh, prepping, hurricane prepping, right. and mostly not <laughs> hurricane not, prepping, right, but right. but uh, but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun and a lot of uh, a lot of good things coming up. It seems like also. a like a kind of like a uh, a brotherhood there, like with between. I mean, it's I not know a that brotherhood, you guys, dude. It's a bro. Oh, it's sorry. A bro. It's a bro. But like with Hector, we are a, and we are a junior bro teak cigar. Yeah. Bro-teak cigar. There, you go. there you go. Somebody trademarked that quick, right? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of busting chops over there. I'm assuming. Oh yes, yes. I mean, it is Espinosa's offices is like it's like a lounge over there. I mean, all day long we have visitors. Yeah, that, that, that come by. Just want from, to come and hang out from the mayor of Hialeah Gardens to the entire police department to everybody. Oh, comes really? By to people say, just stop in. People just stop smoke in. Smoke a cigar, it's, hang it's, out. Have, smoke a cigar, hang out. You know, Got it. I would never get nothing smack done. Smack talk with Eric, and, yeah. then, and then he's out, and the next person comes in. And, and Eric so loves it, probably. In, oh, absolutely. Loves we it. all love it. It's yeah. a lot of fun. You know, he breaks up the monotony of working. Having to work. Actually working. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure, Jack, wanting to break I'm, the monotony. I'm going I'm to run these reports. Well, no, we have a visitor. <laughs> I don't right. have right. you know, Can't I don't, do that now. Can't do that now. That's, uh, <laughs> That's funny. Are you still staring in your office with Hector? I am. You and Hector share a room? Yes. Is it the same office that Hector was in before? Yes, yes, yes. Hector Hector came in. After I started working there, Hector came in on a weekend, and he remodeled the whole thing. So now our our desks face each other. Oh, my God. But there's two giant monitors, so when Hector and I need to talk, we have to do the... You know, oh boy! Hector barely fit in that office last time. <laughs> yeah, that's not a right. huge but, office. But he took a lot of stuff out. Holy! It's cow. the size of this room, probably. E- Eric Junior is the smartest one there. Yeah, yeah he's in the built, warehouse. Yeah, he built his own <laughs> office out in the warehouse. Yeah. Like, let me get away from this. Oh, know, is that, that what that little like cutout is? Yeah, that, yeah. that's, that's his. Oh, his own, I know He's got that. his yes. own air conditioning. That that when, whenever <laughs> it gets really hot, you go into his. Yeah, office. he made like a satellite room in the building. It was genius. Oh, I didn't know that was his. I was I was in there with him. I didn't know that that was his office. You'll be there in. Six weeks. Unless it's a wedding. Is our plan to drive down that yeah. morning? We haven't really yeah. talked about it. Yeah, we got to drive down yeah, that morning. So listen, so speaking of Eric Jr., he Uh-oh. made something oh. very special for Junior. Him. As long as... Oh. This is, what is you this? you got to open it. It's it, it was it's made, an MTZ box. He made it for his closest and wow. special friends that he respects in the industry. Holy cow. And then he made one for you. <laughs> ah, well I hope some kind of an animal like the snakes pop out. <laughs> There's a snake in my boots. <laughs> wow! Wow! What a great well, Toy Story reference. Well, it's funny because I, I never really saw this in the box until yesterday, yeah, uh, until, Thursday. Well, I saw it in the video a couple days right, ago yeah. when they came. It, when yeah. they started, we say it was going to ship because every time I've seen it, I've just always seen it in the the box itself. Right. Here, hold that up so that we can. Uh, gonna, okay, we, are, we, are we in the front camera? Yeah, in your uh, camera. There we go. There we just go. so we can see. Well. I, I got to open it flat. That's fine. We just wanted to see the front of it. Somebody talk, so it's not just like a dead guy. Espinosa can ship. Espinosa. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, find an, empty, find an MTZ did at you, a retailer you, near you. Did you see I posted my dollar bill from Juan... Uh, can't sell? No, Juan... Uh, oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, Juan Lopez. Yeah, Juan Lopez. Juan Lopez. Lopez. And then somebody went, Juan can't ship. I'm like, wrong Juan. <laughs> <laughs> oh... Hand painted, one of a kind. Oh, Ed no. Dean Gutierrez, a Cuban artist. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Um, this is, wow, look at this. That is, that kind of nice. Wow, oh, that's awesome. That is yeah. awesome. Look at that. I don't know if you can see it good on the camera. Yeah, we can. Yeah, mm-hmm. That is cool. 
open up the shutters. And if you want to fill it with cigars, we got them for you at wholesale. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I just cracked what a, it. To, what a rep. Wait, wait. I just cracked it to make sure he wasn't, you know, he wasn't just kidding. Yeah, let me tell you, you never know with these cigar guys. You, know? you never do. Oh, my. Wow, this is awesome, They came out really nice. What am I, this is, like, brilliant. When, when, when Junior was on, got the we new were... logo on there and everything. Yeah. Yeah, Junior, Junior did an incredible job with that, and I mean, listen, he he has lost sleep over that. There was a lot of little bumps and uh, and bruises along the way. But, we, but we talked about it. Yeah. We talked about it. It, it on came the out air. incredible, and he's no, uh, this is brilliant. Oh, no, he's I done a great call. job. Thank you for bringing this, Jack. This is like amazingly cool, really. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Yes. <laughs> super, super cool. Your invoice is coming. <laughs> Does that mean you have to give listen, back the other ones? Listen, listen. I won't mention any names, but that's happened. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait, somebody's giving mention you names. Names. Oh, listen. I guarantee you that's happened. I will not. We will not tell that story on air. So you were given during, a box. During the break, I'll give Jack one guess. I bet you he can pick it. So you were given a box of cigars? I was called, said, hey, we're shipping you something. We want you to look at it. It was some prototype they were working on and stuff. And I got them. It was cool. I'm like, oh, these are awesome. And I got the first ones in the country. I'm going to put these in my locker and save them forever. You right. Know? Like you but do. I, yeah, I've seen a couple of your... Then I got the invoice, your... took them out and sold them. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It happens. True more, story. More than you believe. Jeez. Eric, brother, thank you, man. Awesomeness. Awesomeness. I'll make a video yeah, of this in good, shop. You yeah. did really good, yeah. Boy, That's I got a whole cool. bunch of gifts. I got that. I got one of these. We got the LaBamba Dude, sign. we need to invite Jack more often. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I got, I got a cap. This man comes yeah. bearing, this man comes bearing I got a gifts. Cap. I got a cap, too. <laughs> I got a watermelon. No cap. <laughs> so there, there, is a, there is a reason now, why. Now, the MTZs, which will, Matanzas. They, yeah, they just started shipping out to everybody. Just, just this week. Now, how yeah. many total boxes were made? 500. That's it. 500 of this, this dress box. But right, it, this dress box. We just shipped out two fifty. Right. So if they don't get one of these five hundred that you made, then the rest are just going to be the cigars. Ten counts. Right. The ten count boxes, which are really nice too. Well, this but is a cigar, are they still but... the same boxes that that you had uh, for the last one for no, the first? No, no, no. Okay, it's not the same design. You mean the ten okay. count? You mean the dress count? No, the ten the counts. The ten counts very similar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the ten ten counts with a, just a different with the Matanza logo on. Okay. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, because that was a nice box too. It is. Yeah. Basically, the packaging is solid, but the cigars are actually stellar. I oh, actually yeah. enjoyed. Uh, Junior left me a couple boxes last time he was here, and I smoked a couple. They're very good. <laughs> very good. Oh yes. Good. It's phenomenal cigar. Make sure you pick one up before you don't get a chance to, because they're going to go fast. So there's an actual reason. Why? Why we called Jack in this time? A month and I mean, a half ago, right? Well, because you know, he travels a lot. Is this like a secret? No, but I well maybe to the audience. But if if they don't know, there was kind of a a, a long Facebook conversation. That's why you invited him on. That was well, you told me to invite him on when that was going on. <laughs> I, I'm like I'm like, why don't we have him on? We should, but yeah, I mean, that's not the sole reason. Don't make the guy feel bad. I'm not it, saying that's that the it took only a Facebook reason. flame war to get him to get an invitation to come on the show. Well, no, he's been on before. No, but but we he wanted to talk off. about he this. Me off that time. We always. Oh get, yeah, that's true. Jack and I always play around. <laughs> Though one time he thought I was serious. He this is, this me. was this time. This was this time. This he time it, it, it at one point it it was like Abe was like, I'm like, is he messing around? No, it was just you Abe and Abe. So I I contacted him. You know, I, I actually, don't, don't want to say backdoor. I actually <laughs> messaged. <laughs> uh, I actually messaged Skip Martin because he was involved in this. You're like, like best living. friends now. You we, we were that? never not Broke. friends. We, I just we have different well, get business him on the show. philosophies. Get him on the show. He's gonna. He's already committed to do the first episode of the new studio. He said he'd fly in just to do that. 
Huh. Huh. Well, I didn't know that. Yes. I was not told that. Yes. So, um, no, I actually messaged him. I'm like, did I, did I sound that serious? He's like, no. Yeah. So I, he actually had me doubting myself. So we were. I can't guys, even remember what the topic was about. What it was was so, about? so the the crazy which, thing was which that, absurd backwards point were you trying to make? This <laughs> <laughs> All comes full circle. Do you have a shots fired? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. We uh we uh so Facebook goes after all the cigar groups that are dealing in sales oh, yeah, and yeah, trades and, and that whole thing and kind of is shutting them down. And the uproar on social media is insane. An uproar that I have never seen over the FDA, which is the true right. battle we're fighting. Right. I, I haven't seen that uproar. And that's the comment I made that, you know, because, I'd, li- I'd like to see that over here, the FDA. He, here's the difference. And it, and it spiraled like most Facebook things. Well, you made some other comments in. about secondary markets, which I found a little weird and a couple other things. But here, here's the difference. I want to address this, right? How long have you been in Florida? My whole life. Okay. Except for 14 years. So you years. remember when the indoor smoking ban Yes, passed. and okay. I was in Chicago, and it was banned there. Okay, so he, here's 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 the thing. See this this consumer, the, the, our the consumers in our segment of the industry, are very good not reacting until it's too late, right? Correct. So like you know they've been lobbying. Everybody was talking about, hey, you're not going to be able to smoke in restaurants and bars anymore here in Florida. You know, and we as as cigar shop owners, tobacco people, we were lobbying and trying to bring awareness. Nothing happened. This law got passed, and the piggyback. Of some other weird law. And then they went crazy. And then everybody went nuts. Yeah, like, yeah. Where have yeah. you been the last six months? See, that's what they do. And you're right. That's what's going to happen the this FDA, time with the FDA. The, I still have consumers. I got people who walk in my shop. who's like, hey, I'm thinking about doing it in the business. I'm like, are, are you aware of what's going on politically in this industry? And they say no. Most consumers, believe it or not, you're going to be shocked when I say this, don't have a clue about what's going on federally and with the FDA and mm-hmm. our industry, which blows my mind away, yeah. right? So that's why you're getting the Facebook reaction, because it happened. Yeah. It was it was affecting them right now. Right now. And and their clubs and their sites were getting shut down and whatever. So that's why when FDA gets their way and the first time someone won't be able to walk into like, uh, how come I can't go in the humidor? Oh, yeah, you're not allowed to go inside, sir. Um, but if you tell me what you want, I'll go in and grab it for you. And when I come back out with a black and white generic box with a name on it, they'll be like, what happened? What is this? And we'll be like, where, you, where were you the last 20 years? Yeah, so yeah, exactly. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. So that's why it was that way. But you know, you made a comment about some secondary market stuff, too, that it stopped that, secondary that, market. That, that, yeah, that I didn't think it was wrong that Facebook shut down <clears throat> these secondary markets. Well, I think part of the problem at the time is most people didn't understand what exactly they were going after, right? Because yeah. even, even our company... Right, because I have a lot of social media platforms. Like, I don't know now. Can we post a special? But you can. can. I, in the beginning, yeah, yeah. actually, I think it was Coop's article, yep. one of his articles that finally explained it all. In Coop's depth. the one person that actually was able to get somebody on the phone at Facebook. Well, I was waiting for the Coop trade. The asso- I was waiting for the trade associations to do it. But yeah, are you still piping that horn? Boy, you're gonna you're gonna be a, you're gonna be a, for a long time a perpetual disappointment with that. No, I've, I've learned that. But, Group but, right there. but honestly, that th- 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 this is something they should have been all over the trade associations, and, and they didn't. Um, See, here's what here's yeah. what here's what maybe a lot of people haven't realized: there's nobody really that works that job. Yeah, there's nobody there. Yeah. Who would be on top of it? You think the current CEO? I don't. There's know not him. a there's no, they, not a PR person like a. They, they they listen to me. You know, there's not. <laughs> there's a board made up of. Retailers who I, I I couldn't tell you one person who's on the board right now, but you know 
I was on the board. I've been familiar with my boards. Half of them barely worked their store, right? So they're just right? not doing this. Right, they're not doing this. Then you, then you have a CEO, and I think he has one assistant, like whoever took over Don's and, position. Yeah, right? and, and then there's one uh, lobbying guy. Lobbying, but he's, yeah. he's not going to do nothing about this. No, of course not. So, yeah, who's going to do it? There's no people there to work it. Th- their main focus in life is let's get this trade show out, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Are the dues paid? Yeah, are the dues paid? How do we make more money? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> they meet twice a year. But if you're looking, like, you know, I keep going back. It's a PR nightmare, these associations. If you're looking to build support, right, and then this is the whole thing we're hearing. They haven't figured it out. They haven't figured it out. I this, posted that this week. Right. They haven't figured it out. They don't know what the real media is. Yeah. No, they don't. They don't. They don't. And the thing is, if they would just basically get on top of something like Facebook, which is touching all these people, and they could look like heroes. They yeah. could look like heroes with this. I don't think they're worried about looking like heroes. No, I don't think so either. I think that's the problem. I think you're right, yeah. It's not a real trade association, basically. What that is is a trade show, trade show organization group. Right. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Anyways. No, no. Good tangent. I digress. You. I yeah, digress. Good you. tangent. So um, well, we have to get back to that later anyway when we start talking to Coop. Oh, you didn't give me the nose signal. No, no. You're I fine. Was, oh, okay. No, no. You didn't. You I, didn't I, got, I didn't get off topic you. didn't retell. You? Okay. No, you did not get off topic. <laughs> Paul you know, has to tell me when I'm getting off topic. I mean, it is my job. Yeah, yeah well, then do it. <laughs> um, well, he comes into my office. I don't agree. He's like. I don't, I, you know, I need to have a talk with you, but you know, I, I don't know how to tell you this. So don't be mad. I've talked to you through people. I will not, I will not give you their names. I will not disclose <laughs> my sources. I, will not disclose I said. my sources, but you know, you get off topic on the show sometimes. I'm like, well, why don't you produce a damn show and tell me when I'm getting off topic? <laughs> Anyways, well, I, I gave you some 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 smack on that when you had Charlie on the show. Charlie Tarano? You had Charlie Tarano for the first time in three years. And we came in drunk? No. Oh. No, that was that was way before Charlie on. What, what, where did the drunk come from? The oh, first is, time. Is, is, is that the time we had him in? We were talking about the book club? Like donuts he, and book club. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was like, when I was And here. I chimed in and I said, wow, the first time Charlie's been interviewed by anyone in three years. And we're finding out what his favorite donut is. <laughs> well, we were taken aback that he was part I mean, of a book club. I mean, I mean yeah, the book club thing. Was I good. mean, listen, with all due respect, it's about as exciting as Charlie Tanya. <laughs> oh, so, oh, oh, oh. I love the guy. But Charlie I mean, loves on. Charlie loves you too. I, dude, I love Charlie Tanya, and he's in our backyard. I barely ever see him, but you know, Charlie was. You, you know, don't hang out at the country club. Is that what he's doing? <laughs> is he golfing a lot lately? Oh yeah, yeah, big golfing. He's a he's a he's a big golfer. But um, no, I mean, look. You guys, look, are we talking politics? Are we talking cigars, Mr. Producer? I'm trying not to get off topic. It's the same thing. We're talking about the we were started the on the Facebook The Facebook. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, because you also mentioned the secondary market, right? And well, I didn't think any retailer would be opposed to what Facebook did. And, and but it's why? Well, this because is where you and I differ. See, I this hate, is where I you all, and I, but I will give you this. I hate all kinds of control. I right? get it. I get it. Because where do you stop that line? I mean, look, why does a secondary market, look, retailers are weird, right? Yes. And they, and they are. They get upset about the weirdest things that I never understand. Like, retailers are weird that, oh, I'm not going to bring my consumers to the cigar con because they're going to get sick. I mean, really? I mean, it's not even a real argument as far as I'm concerned, right? And retailers get weird about weird things. But why is a retailer getting mad that something they sold at the price they asked for is getting resold? Okay. So where's the argument in that? The argument is, yeah. say Joe Blow needs to buy twenty, two or three boxes of cigars for an upcoming wedding, right? 
And he tells his buddy, I'm heading to Smoke In, and I'm going to buy these cigars. And his buddy says, no, 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 no. You don't need to go to Smoke In. The wedding's a month away. Go on Facebook. You can buy them in the secondary market. That's cost you three or two or three bucks. I understand, Jack, but hold on. For the kind of stuff you're talking about, right, the secondary market is priced up. If I'm if I'm doing my job as a retailer, not always though, not always. N- listen, not to me. always. Listen, for the, I agree. For the for most secondary part, secondary market it is. Yeah, because, and a lot of LEs other, and a lot are, of yeah. The other thing you're talking about is discounters, which is a whole other thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's not secondary market. Anything, I'm talking Facebook. I understand, but anything they that's bought sell, it from someone, right? I mean, they had to buy it from some retailer. Listen, to me, most of the stuff yeah. that people are looking for on secondary market. Is, is stuff that they can't find or very limited, right? The rest of it is... The Facebook cigars, if you will, from some is, retail, from some manufacturer we like to talk yeah, about. The rest of it is typically discounted, right? But if I'm doing my job as a retailer, which here's my job as a retailer, right, which a lot of retailers don't get as well, right? First off, I'm supposed to sell stuff at the right price. So if I get in the gouging game or I think I should charge what secondary market's charging and I'm a retailer, you're going to alienate your customers, right? Second thing is, too, is when I get stuff like that, we don't put it out there. Yeah. Because, and, and this is one of the things that, I, you know, I have some very aggressive salespeople, right? When they get stuff like that, they want to be the hero, right? Because sometimes you'll get 10, 15 boxes of something rare, and they like, all they see is, oh, that's a $3,000 sale, right? I could sell this in five minutes. And I have to explain to them, that's not the value of the product, right? The $3,000, $4,000 in sales is, is peanuts. It's mm. ancillary. The value of that product is, hey, wait for one of our customers, one of our patrons who comes in and supports the shop every day of the year, right? Who's not just coming to look for rare stuff. And when he comes and asks for that and you have that to provide to him, you've just done that guy a service. Because I'm not interested for the guy who doesn't shop with me at all, ever. But then he calls me up. comes in and tells you, I'll buy 15 boxes. Well, yeah, can I buy even one box? I will sell him one box. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because he's not my patron. I have no... I have no loyalty or need to appease him because that's the guy who's going to go then and put it on eBay or Facebook or wherever club he's at and sell it in a secondary market, right? I'm here to take that product and put it in the right consumer's hands who who patronize my store, who keep my store open, support my store. So if you're doing that as a retailer, secondary market's irrelevant. Secondary market stuff never phases me. You know, it really, yeah. really doesn't because they had to buy it somewhere in the first market to get it to the secondary market. So a retailer's made his money. But again, you have to jump through hoops with permits and licensing and making sure whoever you sell to online is 21 years old. And here you go. You know, let me, they can sell to anybody. Let, let me tell you something. I don't, I, I don't think... Look, that's, that's, you're not going to stop that. I personally would never buy something like... Mm-hmm. You know, unless it's a collectible item, whatever, I would just go to a store. You know, I always like going to a store and dealing with people. I'm very particular where I spend my money, right? I work hard for my money. I like to spend my money with people I want to spend my money with, right? I agree 100%. I I, I really do. And I had this conversation with somebody on Facebook this week because they were like, you know, I can't understand why anybody would want to pay more for cigars and not just shop at the bottom, bare bottom basement discount, whatever. I'm like, well, I mean, look, it's one of those things. If all you care about is paying the lowest price possible for something, and that's the most important thing in your life, and that's, that's mm-hmm. that works for you, and sitting but, in your backyard and smoking but, by but, yourself, but it doesn't work for me, right? Yeah, because I, I my relationships, I like them to be a little bit bigger. Like I got a handy guy I've been using for I don't know what fifteen years, you know, as long as I yeah. can remember who does build outs, carpentry, whatever I need, right? And he's not the cheapest. He's fair. I don't. He's fair enough that I really never haggle with him, and he does good work. But you want to know what? When I need something done last minute, right before the hurricane, guess who came running? 
Mm-hmm. So I've been using the guy for 10 years. So you're not going to get that from a guy you've been beating up for the bottom line price <laughs> yeah. for, you know, the last five. He'd be like, yeah, I see you, Charlie. So, you know, it's just one of those things. But, yeah, the secondary market never really bothers me, you know. But that's that. Now, he's got some new cigars coming out, too. Yeah. What you got? You, got, you, you have some new things coming up, right? Do we? <laughs> the best answer. That's what he told me. The best what he told me yesterday. The bullet point here. <laughs> oh, we're, we're not was, allowed to talk about. I was that. trying to get it back on. Well, cigars. we got we got one we got one that 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 we're, we got a collaboration coming out uh, that's that's nearly in the works, but I really can't talk about it. Oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I I I, no, I appreciate that. Coop, what has he got coming out? <laughs> I know, I know. Give, give us the scoop, Coop, because you probably know they got a cigar coming out. <laughs> You're not going to breach his uh, his thing. What is, I can't. I, I, I can't. I can confirm that Coop knows. What? What? What is the right? I knew where to go. Yeah. I knew exactly where to go. All right, Jack. We'll bypass your. We'll bypass you. We'll get it from the scoop. Yep. So, so what is the deal with collaborations? It seems to be the 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 big thing right now. I right? don't really understand. All the guys that. in the beer industry are doing it too, well, and it's, I just, yeah, I, it, it's. Maybe well, okay. you could maybe right. you could don it on so, me. So I just don't get okay, what so the draw I, I think of this, a collaboration I think, is. I think there's three different things, right? I think you have a, a true collaboration where Blender A and Blender B get together, right? Okay, first off, let's 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 work on this. Yeah. What defines a true collaboration? Ooh. Blender A and Blender B okay. get together and do what? So do let's talk about okay, room? So let's talk yeah. Literally they get in the room and they start rolling up their sleeves with the tobacco. That doesn't okay. ha- that doesn't happen that often. Very rarely. Right. Ever. Right. What do you know of a true collaboration cigar? AJ Fernandez and Hochi Blanco. Hochi Blanco. Did yeah. One. yeah. Okay. That's one I would say is probably the, the truest one that's there. Mm-hmm. They both worked on making a blend. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Then there is the case where company A may supply a particular tobacco to company B. But see, okay, this is the most common one. Right. Mm-hmm. That's not a collaboration. That's I bought tobacco no. from you. Right. Mm-hmm. And right. That's where it goes down. Is and then not? you get and then you get C where Basically, n- some name guy goes to a factory, finds some cigars, <laughs> and finds some cigars, and they call it a collaboration. Okay, so so I'm not off point in saying that most Mo- of these are all bullshit. Well, there's also there's also <laughs> manufacturer A goes to someone else's factory right. and says, so, "I want you guys to make a cigar." Listen, for me. I, I love the I, hold on, time out, hold on. Right. Sorry, do we have any breaking sounds like a big semi trailer? <laughs> or glass breaking? I just can't breaking. believe he just said that, right, Jack? That's not a collaboration. I That's didn't say been it going was. on since the beginning of time. Yeah, I didn't That's say it was. That's basically how Ashton got in business. Right. That's called yeah, a yeah, brand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ashton yeah. went to Fuente and said, hey, make us a cigar. But today. Today went to Nick Perdomo. Today hey, in this scenario, that's considered a collaboration. That's considered a collaboration. Technically, it's not. Literally, it's not. But that's basically how it's looked like. You've got a lot of big. No, that's what it's being marked. So when you carry Dogma for Dojo. Right. Was that a collaboration? Be honest. For who? For anybody. Well, okay, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you where it does get a little bit because some okay. of my micro blend projects I've said over the years, I consider them to be collaborations, and some were not. A few are not. Only two companies really were not where I really had nothing to do with the right. blend or whatever. Like Padron, all I got to pick was a size. And Fuente yeah. was the other. I, no, Fuente wasn't, man. Fuente, I, they sold me some product they already had sitting aging that they okay. never used. Okay. So I had zero say. Okay. But, you know, when you deal with companies like that, you don't get right. as much collaboration, really? right? right? Padron really? allowed me to pick a size they never made before. Huh. That was about an amazing of a collaboration I was probably right. ever going to get out of the Padron family, right. right? But some of these guys really let me work with, I'd like a special size. 
yeah, I'll work with the blend. Now, I'm not rolling up my sleeve and picking up tobacco, right. but they will send me, and we've done this in oh, my yeah. office many times, mm-hmm. five, six, seven, eight different blends, and we'd smoke them, and then sometimes we like one out of the first five or six right off the bat. Sometimes we don't. But we like this one the best, but we feel like it's missing a little something. Can we add a little of this right. or change it? And then maybe a second or third. So I actually have input in what's being done, so I would consider that, for me, a collaboration. But the right? problem is it's marketed. Like You see these guys market, hey, we hand-selected, we went down and hand-selected the tobaccos. That's they're called not, buying tobacco. But they're not even down at the factory <laughs> right? doing it. Right. That's called just buying tobacco. That's called buying tobacco. See, it's part of the regular process. Right. My, my collaboration is that, that I, I don't consider it's a collaboration. Like, I've helped, you know, obviously none of the manufacturing side of it. It was just something developed for my store that my input was allowed into, right? right. But this process is completely different. It happens every day where you go, look, I want to create a brand. I'm not a manufacturer. I'm going to have Fuente make my brand. I'm going to have... Right. Yeah, but, but we're talking about an actual okay. manufacturer, not not so so, this is not the, not some guy off the street. So the difference is because the guy's already a manufacturer. The guy's doing, already making cigars, has already, his own factory. Right, and doing what has already been done, but because he's a manufacturer, it makes it a collaboration. Well, and has it, an established market. Brand. Yeah, I just find that absurd. So, Am I so the yeah. only one in this room who finds so, this absurd? Here's the thing: it is, I think, two miles. Like, if if you have like the protocol guys going to Lazona, that's not a collaboration, right? That's them coming to us to but make them a have, cigar. If you have a yeah. guy, who, but if Juan Cancel had his own factory, then you would call it a collaboration, even though nothing's changed. If if he was established in the industry, <laughs> I understand. If he Absolutely. was, but none of the process has changed, then it becomes a collaboration. But, but Abe, I think you have to have some of what you say. It's a collaboration between okay, two when factors. You're, when you're given an iterative process, I think they don't necessarily have to be rolling their sleeves up and rolling the tobacco, but if they're going to this different factory and they're engaged in that, then I'd say at this point you could start to call it a collaboration. Yeah. But like I said, protocol, you'd say every cigar that protocol does is a collaboration if you put it under that umbrella, and that's not true. I, I, I think the term collaboration now is just being a marketing I, coined I, term. I totally and agree. It's, and it's that's awful. the whole thing I was going to say. It's, just yeah. being a, it's a yeah. term that's just being coined. It's the new pomegranate. You, but in this case, Jack. <laughs> okay, hold on one second. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let's be clear. Is that an expression that I don't know about, or he just made well, that no, up? Basically, he's just kind of saying like. Because there's never old, an old pomegranate. No, but basically, like, it's, it's just the fad of all of a sudden everything is Pomegranate. Well, you got to have pomegranate. Pomegranate. Everything has to be pomegranate. Yeah. Everything has to be pomegranate. If you're not but eating that was pomegranate. A, that was a while ago, wasn't yeah. it? That, that's, you're yeah. a little behind. That's, that's a, but an old it's reference. A, it's a good reference. I <laughs> get right. it. I get exactly where you're going now with I that. I get it. Yeah. Get okay. It. <laughs> this has been an exciting conversation. We're going to have a lot more here. We're going to take a short break. More with Jack Tarani and Coop when we come back. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. You ever plunk down hard-earned cash for a cigar? You're hoping you just bought yourself a nice drive through taste town. Only to discover you're in the slow lane with a clunker. That sucks. Say goodbye to bad rides. Test drive an Alec Bradley cigar today. At Alec Bradley, they get it. Whether we're talking about life or cigars, it's all about the ride. Fuel your soul and experience inspiration with the Aging Room Quattro Series by Rafael Nodal. More than just a master blender, but the inspired composer of four boutique masterpieces for the sophisticated palate of an aficionado. The Aging Room Quattro Series are a perfect core to flavor and aroma and are born from the best tobaccos aged under the expertise of one of the greatest names in cigar making. Truly the perfect notes for a genuine cigar smoking experience. Aging Room Quattro Series. 
a quartet of excellence. Hoya de Nicaragua proudly announces the release of Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial, a carefully modified recipe containing a unique and exceptional selection of barrel-aged grade-A fillers and a beautiful silky shade-grown Habano wrapper. From the legendary Jalapa Valley, producing small quantities, this exceptional medium to full-bodied cigar will continue to captivate consumers with its rich Nicaraguan complexity, subtle woody and sweet flavors, and a velvety finish. Try a Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial today. CLE Cigar Company presents CLE Cigars, Eroa Cigars, and Asylum Cigars. With four generations and over 120 years of experience in tobacco, from seed to smoke, these cigars are produced in Honduras and Nicaragua with the utmost care and precision possible. CLE Cigar Company introduces a vast array of tobaccos in various sizes to bring the highest quality of premium tobacco direct for your enjoyment. Visit CLECigars.com for more information. Since their humble beginnings in 1998, Drew Estate has believed that the production floor is the crossroads between art and passion and where the real magic takes place. Drew Estate Master Blender Willie Herrera has crafted a unique medium-bodied line extension that is creamy, lush, and ultra-smooth and finished off with a flawless shade wrapper that delivers satisfaction in spades. Continuing the story from their factory floor, it is with great bravado that the Drew Estate presents Under Crown Shade. A true Drew experience. For hundreds of years, the indigenous people of the Dominican Republic took tobacco and rolled it tightly into palm leaves. These long cylinders of tobacco, called yawa, created different, unique, robust flavors and aromas, and that original Anduyo tobacco is now for the first time featured in La Aurora Dominican DNA. Full-bodied, robust, spicy, and elegant, La Aurora Dominican DNA is a return to the roots of Dominican cigar making that only La Aurora can provide. Enjoy the varied DNA of the Dominican cigar industry. Look to the lion, La Aurora Cigars. We are Dominican defined. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers. From the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva to the bold and rich Oliva Serie V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you. So always ask for Oliva an unbeatable value, and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. Ventura Cigar Company is a boutique cigar brand born in sunny Southern California. Ventura Cigar Company is on a mission to create memorable, complex cigar blends that excite the senses and reward discriminating palates. Experience the Cigar Aficionado number 13 Cigar of the Year. The archetype, Axis Mundi. Rise up, step up, look up fire up and leave compromise behind with Ventura Cigar Company. Check them out online at VenturaCigar.com Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too! Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. Broadcasting live, I am Adam K, the Brewmeister. With me, of course, Mr. Honest Abe. Good morning to all our fans out there. Paul, the producer. Hi. Our special correspondent, Mr. William Cooper, in the house. In the house today. Coop the scoop. Howdy. And, of course, our uh, <laughs> wow, maker, Mr. Jack country. Durano. Howdy. <laughs> he's gone country. Now, I'm doing, How you doing? I'm doing your show this week. Primetime, yeah. Now, are we doing that where? Remote. I, I mean, do you have a spot yet where you want to do it? No, he's going to be back home. I have to go yes. back home. Oh, you're not going to be here? I'm not going to be oh, here. Oh, that sucks. 
what? I thought we were good. Well, great promotion for the show. Uh, no. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, giving, I'm giving him a plug. I just thought we, he's still going to be no, in town. No, I wish I could. It would not work out. Unfortunately, I, had to go back. I have to go back for other business. You got a job? I actually have a job. No. Yeah. So who's, who else is on the show? Uh, it's TBA, but we are going to have a panel that night. Yeah, give me somebody to abuse. <laughs> <laughs> what if <laughs> Kick Martin was on the panel? Because I'm going to tell you something. We had every, a couple of fall through, but every, we will have that. Every oh. time. <laughs> no, if, you, if you tell people I'm going to be on the show, no one's going to want to come I on. was just going to say, mm. did they drop no, off we, after we, Abe? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> you don't have to lie on this Listen show, Coop. When I watch Coop's show more often, I'm yelling at the screen. I'm like, no! Yeah. That's wrong! Yeah. No, I, I, if there was a call-in number, I'd be calling in like. So it's not only episode. me that you yell at. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. it's good to know. I have a very overbearing, brash personality sometimes. Wow, I've never heard you actually <laughs> say that. Well, <laughs> honest Abe, Ning, Honest Abe, the old Ming know, name, it's the yeah. truth. But you know, listen. Here's the thing: is I can't remember who I was talking to with this weekend. Right? I just I'm compelled to tell the truth. Of situation or your version of the truth, like what you believe, your opinion. It's usually pretty accurate. Maybe I got, a lot, of you. I got a lot of yeah. dollar bills from you that pretty much say it's pretty okay. accurate. Three of them are from me. I don't yeah. even remember what the other ones were. Yeah. The one but, last night. What did you lose? What, what happened last night with uh... <laughs> Mr. Know It All? Oh my best God. friend who who actually has the cabbie picture of Paul Stanley from Kiss. No, and and by the way, he texted me that I was wrong, but I said I needed proof before you. I. Wasted my no 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 time? no 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 no. He texted me two minutes before we I found Sorry. that article. Yeah, it actually took us like forty five minutes. I never had to work so hard for a dollar so, in my life. Right. So so what happened? What go literal forty five minutes after I saw the Kiss concert? I'm one of those guys like especially when I see a movie that's a true story and I'm intrigued by it. I will end up spending two or three hours and reading everything right. I can online about the movie. That's just the way I am. After seeing the Kiss concert, I became more enamored with their history, right? right. So oh, I, you weren't I, a Kiss fan before that? I've always was a Kiss fan growing okay. up, but it doesn't mean I knew their history in and out. Yeah. So after seeing them I concert, thought I did. Yeah, after seeing them in concert, I got moved. I said, let me... I did a lot of reading. Their induction in the Hall of Fame, the history right. with Peter Chris and Ace Freely and all this stuff. And basically, Paul made a statement. He goes, well, Gene and Paul... Uh, own the band. Only own the band and only ever were owners and, of the and band. And Peter, Chris, and Ace Fraley are employees. employees. I said, dude, that's not the case. And I, I'm going to be honest with you, nothing I ever read ever told me they were equal partners. But because I did a lot of reading, there was millions of inferences that say, no, dude, they were equal partners as a band because they had to vote Peter, Chris out. They voted Peter Chris out. Yeah, and even Ace Freely voted Peter Chris out. And remember Chris they did out. the four solo albums? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. all came out at the same time. Yeah, they all came out at the same time, yeah. But they voted Peter Chris out, which required an Ace Freely vote. Then Ace Freely kept getting outvoted in every band issue two to one. Right. So he kind of started getting depressed. He didn't like the musical direction the band was going in. He just kind of said, I'm done. I'm out. Right. Paul actually went and spent a whole day at his house trying to convince him not to quit. But he said, if I don't quit, I'm going to kill myself. Because he had depression and drug issues right. going on at the time. So I'm telling Paul, I'm like, look, I'm reading everything. Then they sold their makeup rights to Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley. A million things say that these guys weren't employees. They owned it. You don't have to vote an employee out. You say you're fired. So where right? my confusion. And then Paul thought, Paul thought that Gene and, Gene and Paul had started the band, right? Kiss. Then went and got these guys when that wasn't the case. Gene was already in a band. What was it called? Wicked Lester. Mm -hmm. And then they got Paul Stanley, and they became friends. And then Paul and Gene said, look, we don't like where this band's going, Wicked Lester. We're going to start our own band. They went out. They put out ads. They got Peter Chris. They, and then they got, as soon as they hired Ace Freely as a lead guitarist, two weeks later, they formed the band One Chris. from the Village Voice. One had an ad in Rolling Stone, right. and they used to do ads. And, and two weeks later, they formed the band Chris. So we couldn't find, believe it or not, we were Googling everything. Partnership of Chris. History of Partnership of Chris. Did Peter Chris ever own portion of it? And 
like 45 minutes, we couldn't find anything that definitively would say it, even though I found a million references that would suggest. But it wasn't actual proof. Yeah, he wasn't going to be happy because nothing said they were equal partners. Which you wouldn't have been either. But then he came across an article that said the first time that Peter Chris got fired. When he he left a, as an equal partner. Yeah, uh, unlike the first time when he left as an equal partner. I said, there you have it. So that was enough for me. But <laughs> where I got confused is, I guess when they when Peter, Chris, and Ace Fraley came back for the first farewell tour of four hundred that they're doing now, they weren't partners. Uh, they weren't partners. They were hired as employees. And, yes. and I I was young when that happened. To be honest, and yeah. I guess I just assumed that they were always employees. There, there was something with Fleetwood Mac that just recently happened. And where, now you know, like Lindsey Buckingham was fired. Um, he wasn't an equal part, but he was fired by Fleetwood Mac, and I think it's uh, it was Mick Fleetwood and John McVie who owned the band. It turns right. out. So yeah, it does. Sometimes we don't. Who's? It's, it's sometimes not clear. We think they're I, all. I, like, I think it's how the band formulated. When yeah. four guys are in a room to say we're going to make a band, where right. I don't see one of them saying, "Well, I don't we're going to own the rights." You guys right. are going to. I could see Gene. They were found. I could see Gene Simmons which, saying which, that though. Which, that's which, why. Not early on. Let me let me tell you something, and that's the other statement. They were every article. Part of the original four co-founders. That wasn't enough for but him. You got to remember, Kiss that wasn't was a, enough for him. Kiss is more than a band. They were a band. They were a brand. Oh, without a doubt. So there's, there, dude, they were on Scooby Doo. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, that's like when you're on Scooby Doo. I mean, we made had, it. I went to school. Kiss lunchboxes. We had. Right? We had the Kiss action. The Kiss Army. They have a I Kiss me- coffin now. I remember. Yeah, they're real I great the, to their I fans. Remember, I remember the Kiss primetime movies are on like network TV. They would have a primetime like movie. Yeah. Kiss I, movie. I really like their music, but they're, they're. I think they're overrated musically. I'll be honest with you, but I, I like it. But, but I brand absolutely hate how how they um, how they will put their name on anything. Like, you, literally, you hate, their, you hate their business marketing. Yeah, I just don't. I don't think that. Like, all I can tell you is. Their music is good. There's, I got a lot of songs I really, really like about yeah, them. Yeah, me too. But for me, and I think most of the guys my age, it's a genre thing, right? We grew up with Chris. We saw Kiss. You know, Kiss was all over the news. Satan worshippers, people protesting their concerts. And they put on a hell of a show. Yeah, they oh, really yeah. do. I, mean, know, they I was never a big Kiss fan, but I did go see them at the Hollywood Sportatorium in the 80s. They put on a hell of a show. I couldn't hear for like three days. <laughs> my ears were buzzing. It was an incredible show. And I became more of a fan after seeing that yeah, live. I mean, let me right. tell you something. At 71 years old, watching Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley, Paul Stanley getting on a catapult, swinging across the whole audience to a center stage with one leg and a hook. Yeah. You know, doing this at 70-something years old. In fact, somebody was just telling me, was that you that his hair got on fire? Yeah, on this stop? tour, I believe yeah. it was. These guys are amazing. He didn't even stop. These guys are amazing. He was playing and singing. And amazing. they two, two stagehands came out, they put his hair out, and then he just kept going. You know, all these... Bands like that we grew up with, they're doing the biggest concerts. You know, you were just at the Rolling Stones. Nick Perdomo was over at Frampton. They're doing the biggest concerts because their followership have the money. Right. You got 50 plus pounds. The the baby boomers have the money. We could afford the $200 ticket shows. 200. I don't see Taylor Swift 30 years from now generating the same thing. I just, I don't see it. Well, I, I don't know if that'll be true or not, if she'll even be around, but if she is. It'll be the same situation once that once so, that group is know, older. But, but, but you know, here's here's the thing that just popped in my head, and I don't know how into music you are. I, I like music, but my wife and my oldest daughter are like hardcore music junkies, yeah. like everything. Right? Who do you think? Like, if if you talk about the Stones or Led Zeppelin or Pink Floyd or any of these bands that now it's been like four, five, six, seven decades, and they're still like can sell out concerts and halls. Who do you think's around today that's going to be like that? Fallout Boy. Okay, I don't even know who that is. No, I don't even know who Fallout Boy. You think Fallout Boy could sell out a stadium tour? Yeah, I think they will. I think they will when we get older. Thirty years from now, 
Yeah, when we get older. That's a Chicago band. When we get older. Uh, okay. When, I, when Mike, when Mike, Adam, and I get older, uh, I'm going to go with the Jonas Brothers. Ugh, God, I don't know because all these girls that are following them are going to be. Eh. Oh, I they're tourists selling out now. Yep, they're tourists selling out now. They're and, still and these, young. Not, uh, these girl, the girl, a girl I work with is 25 years old, and she went to four concerts so I far. Know, in what Florida. I'm saying is they're still young and good looking. Mm-hmm. The brothers. Oh, oh, well, yeah. You know, in 30 years from now, you I, think they're going to be. But a lot of these bands, them. a lot of these bands are are really good small venue acts. Yeah, that's what I was going to go with. But and then, it, then now they, they're the demand for the Mumford and Sons. I think Mumford and Sons <laughs> is a great band, and they're a, that is a great band. They are a good band. I wouldn't pay to see them. No, the black, the Black two, Keys. If two, the brothers stop fighting. The black Keys. The Black Keys are up. The Lumineers, my, we're going. To, we're paying to go see the Lumineers. I don't think you probably anybody, don't even know who that is. I don't, think uh, yeah. any, I don't think anybody you've mentioned will be known twenty five years from now. Maybe you, maybe Arcade Fire. See, a, holy cow! A Canadian I'm band. completely out of it. I don't know what Arcade Fire. Arcade Fire. Arcade Fire. Arcade Fire I, mm. They have a band that's been on the rise. Listen, they're, they're, they're the, big I, and too. I've been to hundreds yeah. of concerts. The best live band I've ever seen, the Foo Fighters. Oh, oh, absolutely. I oh, oh yes. my God. I, I haven't seen them. So I, I, oh, live, the most unbelievable yes. Absolutely. Now, I concur. And I've yes. seen them all. He played a whole, he played you know, a whole tour have... sitting down because he broke his leg, yep. right? No, but, whole show, yeah. but you have your Michael Jacksons and you, you know, whatever. So it's not just the classic rock era that'll endure. No, Their music's just going to endure. Like, I don't know how whatever. to break this to you, but Michael Jackson died. No, I understand. But what I'm telling you is 30 years from now, everybody's still still be dead. Right. <laughs> Hold on. We have a, a, a KMA uh, exclusive that we just found. Uh-oh. Uh, Coop just Hear said. Hear it first on KMA yeah. Talk my, Radio. My dad called Michael Jackson. He was his driver. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> what are you, Adam? How do we not know this? Yeah. It's been on Coop. I talked about it on my show a lot. So my dad owned a little company. Oh, I usually company. fall asleep 30 yeah. minutes. No, my, sorry. Thanks, Dave. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. It's I'm on late. Kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. Wait, wait, so hold on. Uh-huh. Your dad like drove Michael uh, Michael Jackson like in a cab once, a limo. or so my well, once, or no, he was like a mo- regular driver. No, mo- regular driver. Are you kidding me? No. So what happened is my my I have grandfather so many founded a limousine I company. Sorry, my, Jack. Sorry, yeah. Jack. Yeah. We're, 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 we're hijacking the show. Yeah. Yeah. This show's gonna go long today. Stick around. Yeah. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get <laughs> I hope you had some coffee. Yeah. Tell me what. Tell me about this. My my grandfather founded a limousine company. My dad took it over. They had a contract with CBS Records. So the contract was they drove the executives and the talent. And in the process, my dad drove Michael Jackson many times. Many times. Just about a year, and almost to the this day. This is when Michael, Michael was Jackson about died. 18 to 20 years old. So he was still black at the time? Yeah. Okay. I, my dad <laughs> had a... My dad... He liked... His normal years. He said, He's a little more I normal. mean, I do remember my dad saying when he was like 18 to 20... He's a wonderful person, but he's got issues. He knew it then. He said, "This really." Kid, he knew it then. He says, "This guy, you know, when you." I was telling Nick Perdomo this the other night. When you have a relationship with driver and uh, person, is it, there a false sense of confidence? Like you could. Re- it's talk? almost like Nick. Nick said it. Bar- it's like the bartender. Relationship. Right. Ah, yeah, yeah, I could see that. And and so yeah. You figure you're talking to nobody, so you can yeah. just be honest. And yeah. Talk. Really. So weird. I do have a signed album from Michael Jackson. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Any pictures with your dad and Michael? Um, there's no pictures. I do have a picture of my dad with Cindy Lauper. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, like, she was dressed up as like a, in a Santa outfit. Did on she just lap. want to have fun? Show yeah. me on show me on this doll where he touched your dad. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Uh, wow! <laughs> 
desecrating the dead, man. Well, they already did that with that HBO documentary. Oh, yeah. What are you talking about? He's, you, that was nothing. Have you seen the new Chappelle <laughs> Sticks and Stones comedy special? No. Oh, no. my God. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. Well, Coop, that was definitely a scoop right there, buddy. That's Yeah, that's kind of like uh, well, hearing that Adam was in the motorcade twice. Between, you, between your dad and Michael Jackson and Adam driving the president, man, we just got a whole room full of special yeah. drivers here. Yeah, seriously. I, I, I feel so like... Uh, no, I've talked about it a few times on the show. I know that, but... Uh, you, know what's, you know what's pretty cool, though? I've had Adam drive me around a couple times. I could actually say I've had a presidential driver drive me around. <laughs> he is a great driver, though. The best. If you fire yeah. him, he could easily get a job as he a driver. He doesn't go one mile per hour. If, if I sleep in a car, I could sleep the whole way. That car doesn't rock once. Right. He doesn't lane change hard. Doesn't go one mile over the speed limit. And you know what you know? he does with your with your car? Because your car is is like mine. It has like the the lane keeping assist and all that yeah. stuff. He's like, I like to turn all that off because I need to be in control of everything I, at all times. That time. does probably sound like him. You know, <laughs> that's, that's a good how I, am. I got to start with Adam on that. Like my wife's got the Prius right now. It's got all this. I said, like, what is the cruise control? That's like, oh, it's the best. The, yeah, like, no, the adaptive no, no, cruise control. I gotta be. I gotta be in control of it. I, I leave it all on. Yeah, me too. And I sit back and drive with one I, finger and no, go down I don't the do turnpike. That, but, it's great. I, I already twice my car has stopped me from backing into something, and it's pretty freaky because you think you've hit it because it slams on the brakes like on its own. Right. 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 So you're like, oh my god, I just hit something. Yep. No, the car just stopped itself. You know. So I, I leave it on. The only me. time that doesn't work is in rush hour traffic so my, in New York. It it's eventually, driveway. I'm backing into some car yeah. I didn't see. Right. Parked in the wrong spot or whatever. It's usually when I'm backing into something. But and you're always in a hurry, getting late, getting yeah. somewhere. But like coming to the show, the, the lane change thing I leave on. But if you signal, it won't want a lane change back. It's just when you lane change when you don't signal. When you don't correct. Signal. Yeah, it'll yeah. fight. I rented right. a car like that, and I went yeah. to change lanes without see, and the car like vibrated. Yeah, like, yeah, it doesn't yeah want my car does change. that. What yeah. was that? But I mean, Abe, Jack, we're just close to the same age. We grew up. We didn't have all these safety features in cars. Like my first car didn't even have shoulder belts. It had lap belts. That was it, you know. Technology, Coop, relax. Relax, Coop. We drove safe. You know, we it, drank out of a hose. It is weird. We, my, we did. We did. On a regular basis. We, we did. did. We didn't have. We didn't have bottled water back then. <laughs> what? Why is this? Why is innovation such a bad thing? I know. Coop, Coop, Coop like just got really angry. Yeah. You, no, you know. You know what I'm else couldn't have happened in the seventies? You having a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Or you having a cigar pump. Uh, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you why innovation is a bad thing, right? My car has got the little things in the side view mirrors that warn you if there's a car in the blind spot. Right. When I first got the car, I never trusted it. How am I going to trust that thing? What if that thing's wrong? I'm going to turn into a yeah, car. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Right, right. So now it's like, I don't know, it's how many years that's been out. I've gotten accustomed to it. Now i got to rent a car, drive somebody else's car. It doesn't have that little light on it. I'm it's like, the worst. oh, my God, is there a car there? I can't tell. Yeah, you, you lose your skill set. It's like not using calculators and people can't do math anymore, yeah. right? Because of calculators, right? You lose your skill set. That's the problem with technology. That, that That's his point. I mean, I get it. What's the problem? I don't the problem is so it drives what? the price of cars up. <laughs> oh, oh, that's <laughs> the problem. Sorry. So because so, Coop's cheap. I'm not cheap, but I mean, I don't do I, half the stuff. In the do 60s, I need a new caddy was five grand. Exactly. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> All right, in this very dyslexic show we're having, today. <laughs> which I've been contributing, to. right? That's fine. I'm getting to know Coop so well now. And like, our very well, what get, a person. Uh, just, uh, you just saw a glimpse of the Jack preempted me last time. You, you just saw a glimpse of Coop. Coop is the get off my lawn. Yeah, you can't yeah. get off my lawn. Are you that guy? 
Oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> I, really? I, I freak out when the the community yard sale comes, <laughs> and they're all parked blocking my driveway. Ask my wife to oh my throw me out of the house. I freak out. Why are they blocking my driveway? She goes, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> So not what you would expect, from William Cooper. No, no it's not like at he's all. got this inner anger. That, yeah, is, is your wife the nice, calm one? Yes, that's awesome. Can, she, uh, like that's a, like, people don't believe I was married. Actually, so that's a picture. Well, you I finally was, showed was, a picture. I was in that fan group. Oh, oh it is, it is, it is. I was in that group. But he can't be married. Now, dude. he's never home. That picture's twenty-one but, years old. But can she I looks, pay? That's how she looks. I was just gonna. Anyone. I was gonna say, can I pay well, your wife a compliment? God, she, she got, she that got the picture short of you. She looks exactly the same as she did when you just posted a picture of her. Yeah, if you go look at a profile, but you can see she looks just like that. Oh, she got the short end of the stick. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Holy cow. (laughs) But think about 20 years ago, people were saying, Coop, your wife looks really old. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Jack. That is one over the bow. (laughs) Jack Taranio really came to town today. (laughs) I'm I'm glad we put him on far sides of the table here. We're driving home together. (laughs) You guys are driving back together? We're driving to Miami, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so let's get back to cigars here. So since, <laughs> since you guys really haven't communicated and don't know what's going on, I guess uh, the the news was broken last night of this new cigar. Should we talk about it now? Uh, you can absolutely. Well, I, I can't. I do think it that's myself, a, Jack, I think but, that's a but no. we've already we've already established you that you're going to say this isn't a collaboration. <laughs> well, I mean, let's talk about the the collabor- non collaborative collaboration. Uh. I'll, I'll, it's already on the Facebook. It's already on the Facebook. Yeah, somebody out. broke it. I mean, yes. listen, when I was when I was with General, I wanted to collaborate with actually two different people. One was Eric Espinosa because of my relationship with him uh, for the Taranio brand, and the other was Skip Martin with Esteban because Esteban used to run the Taranio factory. Right, right. And Esteban knows Taranio blends better than anybody. So I I pitched to Skip at three o'clock in the morning at Stogie's in Houston the idea of having Esteban. And Nika Sueño do a cigar for us. How can Skip make a cigar for General and Skip can't make a cigar for Skip? You'd have to ask Skip. That. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, yeah. I, hold on. I, I just want to make sure I'm clear on this. I'm not in any way insulting Skip Martin. You know, when he spent the day in my office, you know, I, I got a much deeper insight. Had some to, rum. Yeah, had some good rum. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. you didn't smoke one of his cigars then? I smoked two of them that oh, day. Oh, you did smoke his one cigars. One the next okay. day, yeah. Um he only gave, the dude only gave me three. I gave him a box of ten. He gave me three cigars. I said, Thanks, Skip. <laughs> yeah. But he did bring a but he did bring a nice bottle of rum. Yeah, one a really best, nice bottle. One of the best rums I've C- tasted. Coming soon to the microblend collection. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. Skip Skip Tuesday night when he was in Miami, he came to my house with Frank Herrera for dinner. And he showed up with a bottle of uh Dominican or whatever what is it called? Uh Flo de Cana. Twenty five. No, no. Listen, the guy, the guy's the guy. The guy knows his Skip's gifts. A, listen, he's a good Skip, guy. First off, Skip's a really smart guy, and he's a really nice guy, and a but, great storyteller. Well, he likes to talk. That was, I, I didn't, <laughs> believe it or not, in our meeting in my office, I didn't get a lot of words in edgewise. Okay, um, but that never happens. Well, because you know, again, remember, we've met before, but when we met, I didn't know who he was, so it was a very limited conversation, probably on the trade show. Yeah. When he was on KMA, which maybe in the first year he started his company, or second year, I didn't know who he was, mm-hmm. and I still didn't meet him. We were talking over the you know, phone. So, you know, it was really a, a, way, a good way for us to really get to know each other. I learned more about how he makes his cigars, but he, he's not so much limited in into production by getting more rollers. He's limited to how he's buying his tobacco, right? That's what's limiting how he makes cigars. So how could he have ever made a project for general 
It would have been like, okay, well, here's it, your. It was a, it was a limited run. Yeah, limited, limited run. Uh, yeah. You know, it, was a, it would have been a limited run, and we were working on it. We were working on kind of a redux of the Taranio Cameroon 1916. Oh wow! Kind of a Roma Craft version beefed up, or a Nika Sueño beefed up. Right. And it was entitled the Cameroon Project. We had samples. We were moving forward. All that falls apart. That cigar continued forward, and it's Baca. So oh, that, really? That's originally the cigar. That would have been that cigar? Ooh. It wouldn't have been called I, Baca. I enjoyed that cigar. He that was tweaked a really good it a cigar. little more, kind of in the yeah, style. Yeah, he, he, he kept tweaking it, yeah. and, and, but that was the original concept was that Cameroon that we were going to do. So that kind of went away. So when I... That's a cool fact to know. Yeah. So when I, when I go um, to Espinosa, I continued trying to see if we could do something with Justin Andrews, who's probably, you know growing to be one of my closest friends in the industry, you know, Justin. Yeah, Andrews. yeah. And, uh, and we started working. I think Justin was put in charge of looking into collaborations with smaller companies. And uh, it seemed to be a perfect fit. So we, we kind of started moving forward in that direction of we would do a cigar. So, so Espinosa Cigars yes. is making a cigar that General will own and sell. Yes. Okay. Yes. So basically General's just buying cigars from Espinosa. No. No. No, so we went and sourced. We went. Is that and, Eric calling? We now? went and sourced the tobacco. <laughs> hey, bro. W- wouldn't you source all the tobacco for cigars you make? Yes. Okay, so I, from, okay, I'm still looking general, for the difference. From mm-hmm. general. Okay, so you took their tobacco. We took their you took tobacco. tobacco. They owned. Yes. Okay. So and did you give them route. money for this tobacco? <laughs> he don't know. I'm sure, now you're talking I'm about sure economics, we did. yeah. I mean, people, right. people in Nicaragua don't generally give away tobacco. His point being is whether you bought it from general or you bought it from anybody else, it's just buying tobacco. It's like just buying do, tobacco, yeah. It's like you do yeah, for yeah, your yeah. normal like operations for any other cigar you make out of your family. Yeah, we don't have farms. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So so cut me out, Coop. Am I am I looking at this great? This to me is we're general's just making having Espinosa make a cigar for him and they're buying it. Yeah, I mean, it's a there's a, there's another principle involved here, right? Do explain. Ooh. Well, okay, General doesn't need to go to a factory to do that in, in most cases, right? Because right. they got they got three factories, at least two of them are, are right, right now operational. But so uh, your yeah. your theory then coincides with Jack that the need to ha- need to do that or not makes it a more or less of a collaboration. I think there's a collaborative aspect, to it, but if you, I, I'm going to be straight, it's not that true collaboration because there's very few of those that exist. Right. Mm. But there is, I would say, two companies working together. This is not something, like I said, General, why would they go to another factory unless they're trying to just do something out of the box here? Um, so a, a, marketing, a, mm. a marketing move of anything. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, it's the same tokens. Why is AJ Fernandez making half of Altus' portfolio these days? Well, because Altus doesn't have a Nicaraguan factory. <laughs> they could. They could, but they don't. They, they don't. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. right. But, General's got a Nicaraguan factory. The old Taranio factory. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel when you see that brand these days? I I feel fine. I, it, it's is it, you see it these listen, days. Wow. Wow. I, sadly, sadly, <laughs> so I do. Honestly, I, sadly, I do. And in retail stores, I don't see. I mean, it I in just good was in a store last night. It was yeah. sad to see that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't see it in good yeah. places. But but you know, not not much different than I did in 2014. You know, I, I after the just, sale in 2014, it kind of went. Yeah, went south I, I, it's going to end up being just a mail order cigar. That's that's exactly that's, the that's direction they're, headed, they're taking yeah. it to, and and it is what it is. You know, it was funny because my <laughs> wife used to tell me right before I went to work with Eric, my wife would would always tell me, "Listen, you know, it was a sad departure again 
from the family brand. Right. My wife would say, "Listen, you you're gonna twice, look, right? Yeah, twice. You're gonna look back on this and think that it was kind of to get this monkey off your back and this pressure of trying to build a brand that no one else is supporting, really, but you." Out there, you're 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 <laughs> you're, yeah, you're a good point. Yeah, good you're point. you're gonna you're gonna feel so relieved in a few months. And at the time, I thought she's out of her mind. Right. I think that a lot about my wife, but I love her. <laughs> and uh, and and she, it's true. I don't I don't even think about it now. Listen, I I I still I, due to the fact that I have a boatload of it in my house, I still smoke the cigars. I still love the Exodus Fifty Year, the Casa Torre. I still love the cigars, but it it is what it is. Right. Who is the it's brain? Time to move on. Who is the brainchild? Behind the Tamacho era, that would have been uh, the old president and the old vice president. They're both gone, right? They're both gone. Shocker! Both gone. If you inherited Shocker. that, you inherited oh, I, I that inherited that. I inherited that. Yeah. Shocker! For you know, those the, you the, don't know what I'm talking about. The funny story. I'll, I'll tell you the funny story is. Is the story related to Tamacho? Yes. Well, then let me explain to it for in case our listeners yes. don't know what Tamacho right. is. I made a reference. It might have. Been yeah, I bit. don't know what it is. Yeah. Well, then why didn't you ask, Mr. Producer? You I was touched your nose. I couldn't get yes. in there. <laughs> Tamacho. There was there was there was, there was literally a point in uh, uh, the rebranding of Piranha, repackaging, right? They repackaged everything. and No, it was a, it was a new vault lineup. The okay. new lineup. Okay, but... It, they uh, didn't repackage any oh, of the, the old stuff. Oh, the whole new line. It was a whole new line. A whole new line. That's how much I knew about Piranha at the time. But yeah. what made it funny is Camacho did a whole repackaging uh, maybe, I don't know, three years earlier or four yep. years earlier. Yep. Yeah. Did a whole repackaging of their whole lines from going through the wood boxes job. to now all these... Colored boxes, the Corojos, the red, Ecuadorian mm-hmm. was the blue, shiny, finished Lans- boxes. Landscape bands. Yes, yeah, landscape yeah, yeah, yeah. bands, mm-hmm. everything. So, and, it, and honestly, it did very well for them. Their repackaging was yeah. very successful in revitalizing the brand, getting it back up in, in, you know, in the consumer's hands. And then all of a sudden, Torano releases a line that looks exactly like it. Like, if you're far enough where you can't read the words... You would have thought it was Camacho cigars, and the, oh. and and ergo the, the they coined the term Tamacho. Okay, right. So I I just asked him, you know, who's the brainchild behind that? You know, it was really it was a joke in the industry. <laughs> Obviously, everybody who was involved in it is no longer there. Right. So now tell your story that I've so I, it. So I I had unsuccessfully for a year behind the scenes was talking to the old vice president of general, trying to get hired to go back to the brand and help them hopefully rebuild the Taranio brand to no avail. He gets fired. <laughs> so then a few months later, they still haven't hired the new rep, They ha- the, the new president, Je- uh, Regis. They right. still haven't brought Regis. He's gone now, too, though. Uh, actually, they, they no, well, he yeah, is by the his, end of the year. He's they on announced he's leaving. Yeah, yeah. They announced he's leaving. Yeah. But they had just brought him on board, and then they released some behind-the-scenes, like, look at the new Taranio vault, and it hits social media. And I took a snapshot on it, and I put it on social media, and I said, "This is an embarrassment." I I, I went. This off. is before you started. Before working. I start, like oh, holy oh, I go on, I, and my cousin Charlie Taranio, who is my consigliere, within two minutes picks up the phone and calls me. He says, "Jack, you know I hate telling you what to do, but you are still wanting to go back to the brand, and there is a new president." You may want to take that off of Facebook. Smart guy. So, boom, off of Facebook. A month later, I get hired. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, oh, man. Uh, Charlie's still getting 5% of my paychecks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he needs it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he needs it. So, yeah, but that, that, that had to be a, a rough experience. Oh, then. it was rough, and it was rough being out there in the Taracho and the Tamacho. Right. And, uh, you know, and, Holy and, cow. And, then, and then in the beginning, everybody associated that I did it. 
Right. You know, yeah. and, right. Then, and then I can't exactly go on the attack and go, I didn't do that. Right. You know, I, exactly. I, they did it. I, I can't do that. I got to try to defend it in some way. Oh, that was rough. It was rough in the beginning trying to defend that. But, <sighs> you know, in, in, in the defense of this isn't a this is a copycat industry number one unfortunately well I don't and, know, I don't not know. that blatantly and, you, you and know, I, I gotta admit I've kind of been guilty of a couple times of guys saying oh that kind of looks like I was like man you know what I one sometimes sometimes everybody makes the assumption that everybody knows what everybody else is doing yeah which I discover a lot in my meetings in my office how pretty much manufacturers a lot of them don't have any clue what somebody else is doing right like something they don't even know what that brand whose brand is that I'm like really you don't know. You ever experienced that talking yeah. to a manufacturer? Oh, it's amazing, yeah. They're like Who's so. Other guy? They don't. Yeah. They, they don't follow anything outside their universe, pretty if, much. If they, you know, if, if, they, if were, they have a relationship with the manufacturer, that's yeah. one thing. But you'll name somebody like uh, who? Who's that? Uh, really? You know, it's it's very odd. It's true. So they don't know what's going on. And, and, and man, almost... so yes, the marketing team in general came up with that on their well, Camacho, own. Well, <laughs> Camacho, yeah, right? One of most, <laughs> but Camacho, that one I find hard to believe. It was one of the yeah. most successful rebrands. No, in, yeah. that that was blatant. Yeah, I oh. mean the, the band. The, maybe that yeah. was just a blatant. Yeah. But it's been done. It's been done. But I, I will tell you, and because of the price point of those cigars, it worked. It caught the eye of people in humidors. It rebuilt like a foundation for Taranio and put the name back in a good light with retailers for thirty seconds. For a, but you needed to build on that. You needed to, <laughs> right. you know, there now was, you needed to lay the foundation. No for, yeah. There was nothing after that. And I kept pitching and Justin Anders kept, but we kept pitching all these different ideas that would have hopefully taken Taranio up a little higher, but it all kept getting shot down and shot down and shot down until last year. <laughs> but but I think, I think yes, it was a ripoff, and yes, they shouldn't have done it, but it worked. It worked. It sold a lot of cigars. So do you, is there anything you could tell us about this collaboration that you're doing with General? Is there a name? That was my question. El General. <laughs> is it using on a name <laughs> the, that already exists? The one exists thing I can't say is the name. Okay. Well. I th- it will come out. It's it's scheduled to be a late October, November release. Oh, soon. And it is uh, it, at the, See, at we the should time have we are on talking. Show. He would have told us everything. Yep. Well, he was on a show last night. I know. And he didn't spill the beans. I think we got more out of this one than. Uh, oh. But but it, it, it. Well, I'm a much better interrogator than yeah. Eric Emerson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just more intimidating. I, I'm waiting to read. It. I'm so not intimidating, man. Yeah, you are. I'm waiting to read Sorry. about it on Half Wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Oh. That, that might be a shot at Hector because he had a lot of press releases. <laughs> no, I, oh, 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 I, I don't believe saying. that will come. From, you're, no, you're, I, you're, you're saying we will not be handling the press release on that. Yes. And as of this moment, we won't be, that's but what, you never know. I mean, things, and, and, things are changing yep, weekly. That's where I'm going with that. Yep. And did next we skip year, a break? Next year, this yeah, time we'll be on the show. We were in the middle of still way too much. Yeah, let's take one little break, and then I want, I want, I want to bounce some of the PCA stuff off of Jack. Yeah, and, and, and Coop. And Coop, Coop has yeah, a lot yeah. of us. Let's get an update on where that status is. So let's take a Absolutely. We're going to take a break. We'll be back. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Hi, this is Nish Patel from Rocky Patel Premium Cigars. I want to introduce you guys out to our Old World Reserve Corojo made in a Honduran facility. What a beautiful medium-bodied cigar. When you light it up, it's got a gorgeous white ash, and you get that sweetness from that delicious Corojo wrapper, a little bit of spice, and a lot of nuttiness. Go to your local brick and mortar, check out the Old World Reserve Corojo. You will not be disappointed. Again, what a delicious cigar. 
A Toscano cigar is the perfect combination of American and Italian craftsmanship. Made with American and Italian dark-fired cured tobacco, Toscano cigars are produced by hand by the cigar rollers of Luca, Italy. Smoking a Toscano helps you escape from the real world for those few perfect minutes, like when you're sitting at home on a terrace after a long day's work pondering life and how beautiful things are. A Toscano cigar can take you back through over 200 years of history and elegance. There's only one Toscano. Available worldwide, Toscano is now available at your local premium cigar retailer. Hello, this is Glenn Case, owner of Christoph Cigars. Smoking a cigar is all part of the experience. For me, there's nothing better than gathering with friends after an amazing steak dinner and smoking my GC Signature Series paired with a fine glass of scotch. Good conversation and a few laughs is always better when smoking Christoph. Start enriching your downtime. Go to Christoph.com and click on the Discover Your Christoph tab to find the Christoph cigars that are right for you. Upgrade your downtime with Kristoff. Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust and its master ligador, Steve Saka, is crafting the very finest cigars available today. One such brand is his Todos Los Dias. This liga is very smooth with taste of dark chocolate and figs with a nice sweet chili pepper that escalates in warmth as you smoke it. On the palate, it feels like a medium-bodied smoke, but it's lying to you as the cigar is quite strong. From the first puff, there's no doubt of the origin of Todos Los Dias or that it's intended solely for the seasoned cigar smoker. Viva Nicaragua! With over 20 years in the cigar industry, Eric Espinosa has done it all. He began in retail, became a sales manager, developed and owns his own brands, and today is internationally known as a manufacturer of top-quality premium cigars. Nothing gives Eric more pleasure than to be able to make his own cigars for consumers worldwide to enjoy. Experience cigars made in the Espinosa way. La Ranja Reserva, Murcielago, 601, and Espinosa Habano in Connecticut. For more information, visit EspinosaCigars.com. Hey, fools, how about a game of cutthroat? Your funeral? That's my kind of game. Arnold, I hope your pool playing is better than your choice of cigars. Here, try this Rickloose cigar. You're going to need all the help you could get. Hey, don't be stingy. Let me get one of those. Rickloose. Wow, that's good smoke. Now I can bring my A game. Hey, I think you should stick with that Rickloose cigar and work on your B game because you don't have an A game, and, and I know a little something about games. Boom. Hey, sucker, go buy yourself a Rickloose cigar and do it today. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sangro or Maduro. Great and fun times are always made better with great food. Come experience the new menu by Rum Shack at the world-famous Spearmint Rhino in West Palm Beach, featuring exciting new and delicious offerings. Experience their one-pound New York Strip Steak Special for just under $15 daily until 10 p.m. Enjoy a fine lunch without breaking your wallet every Tuesday and Saturday from their $7 lunch menu. No matter the time or day, the kitchen is open till close at Spearmint Rhino, West Palm Beach. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live. I'm Adam Kate Brewmeister. With me, of course, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Honest Abe. Good morning. Follow like, the producer. It feels, Hi. It feels like it's been forever since we've done a show, right? It, it uh, has, it has. Been. <laughs> Yeah. It really you know, does. the hurricane got in the way. 
time away. Weddings got, got in the way. You and your weddings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our special correspondent, Mr. William Cooper. Hey there. In-house today, correspondent. In-house. Love to be here. Thank In-house. you for having me. And, of course, our uh, meet your maker, Mr. Jack Durrani of Espinosa Cigars. Howdy. Howdy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we call a callback. Okay. Jack, Jack. The, the gonna, banter if, going if on here. If you're going to emulate him, you got to do it the way he did it. <laughs> Howdy. 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 Oh, man. Yippee-ki-yay. Well, and if you haven't gotten enough of me today, you can k- tune in uh, this Thursday. Thursday, yep. Yeah, I'll be on Coop's show, which airs what? 9 p.m. or 10 p.m.? 10 p.m. 10 p.m. With, with a secret time. mystery guest. Well, we, we, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes, 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 Anyone that will. Coop's got to find out who's willing to actually do a show <laughs> yeah. while I'm exactly. on. Exactly. Poor guy. All the guys are like, oh, Abe's on? I, I'm busy. Get Skip. That's what I think. Yeah. I, I didn't want. I didn't. That was something I thought was going to be here. That really should be here. You didn't want to steal my thunder of doing a Skip interview? The Skip, it really should be here. It really belongs at KMA. It's such a. You're such a nice guy, Coop. but but that soap opera has kind of been bubbling for about a year now. So. You're not Ooh. you're not going to be you're not going to be saying that when he asks you these crazy controversial questions on the air. This Ooh, Coop, yeah, dude, I, there are no such thing as a crazy controversial question. I think I think Coop's got some things up his sleeve that he's going to ask you about. I think you fired up. Are you all excited, Paul? Because you worked with him <laughs> and got him some stuff to ask. Hey, we, we, uh, I have not collaborated with him. We've had some we've had some fiery stuff the last four or five weeks. So. Really? Yeah, I mean if uh, I mean. Uh, the what last, did I miss? Nick Perdomo was on on, on Thursday night. And I watched he, some of that while the I was last segment. Home. The last segment, he was very. Yeah, I got um, home. I didn't catch the last. Yeah, segment. he was very uh, open, open. I mean, very forthright and open. On his he was on this show too. He uh, he's a great guy. I mean, but he tells it like it is. Well, he doesn't sure. hold back. No, and there's no point, right? Why are you yeah. wasting everybody's time? So you shouldn't. Yep. So let's talk about the PCA. Yeah. Or the fact that cigar the CigarCon story crashed to the Cigar Coop servers. No, no Coop. Yeah. Nobody yes, saw, tell us about the server Nobody problem. saw that coming. Okay, so long story short, CigarCon for 2020 is not happening. Yes, shocker. Not shocker. A, not a shocker because the information leaked Sarcastic. out. Sarcastic. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and, and not a shocker that... No, that Abe. Not the a informa- shocker. The information... <laughs> and what happened? The information leaked out uh, about 24 hours before that, right? Um, some retailers started telling me about this, right? So I pretty much had a story ready to go before they made the official announcement. I put the story out there. Were you wait? Did you wait till they made the official yes, announcement? Yes, I waited until... I That's waited. a classy move, Coop. Cause but I was... Really... Coop's a classy guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, again, I, I've been in the... Cro- look, right now they're not happy with me probably on some stuff, but, but it's okay. Because you've told the truth? Yeah. You tell I, it the way it is. I told it the way I was... I, that's I, called that's called my life story. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna right. say they're probably not happy with him either. <laughs> but ahead. but all right, so I, I got it out there like right when when the, we got the press release, bam, it goes out there. Um, the next thing I know, I'm getting a phone call from the IT support people. You, cigar coops down, and I'm like, can you guys get back up? They go, yeah. They go, but what the heck happened? And they, I go, what do you mean? They go, the traffic just um, blew up. Look, here's the thing. Cigar Coop's not set up for high-volume traffic. Right. I mean, it's just not. It's leisurely reading. Right. Guys stroll in, stroll out. Right. Nine, um, nine people logged yeah, on and the and server and blew and up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he's telling me, and then I'm seeing the Facebook page that everything's down. Like, it's, like, and it was literally, and it exposed a few other technical infrastructure issues. Problems like that always do. You're right, like, oh. right. Which, uh, which um, but yeah, it took, it took, if people, one of people want to say that, all, no one cares about this stuff. I, I'll I'll disagree. I mean, no, they do. I mean, like I said, it's, they do. Especially that was such a hot news item because 
you, both sides were passionate. The people who thought it was amazing and right. really wanted to go, and the people who thought this was the dumbest idea ever. So it was a full throttle. Like, who were the ones that thought it was amazing? A lot of consumers the, like were excited as oh, hell. Oh, consumers. Okay. There, yeah, there are people consumers. in the industry who have been excited. Uh, handful. The ones that came up handful. with the idea, or yeah, Rocky mm. Camp, and yeah, there was a couple people who were really all for it, but it, very little. But well, in theory, it's I still going to happen. I just talk, not this I, year. I, I never. Never in the format they were talking about. Never. No. Never. And, and here's the thing. When this... They when, might do something equivalent, accordingly, to a spinoff of that idea, is, but not in the format Is that, that true, Coop? Because, I mean, you were kind of saying that it's delayed. Like, it, they're, for they're, another that's, year. That's the saving face statement. They're supposedly putting together a committee. Yes. To look at this. Now, because but the it, original we, committee was so smart that they're going to pick smart committee people to come up with smarter <laughs> ideas. But, Abe, we saw it. When did we see this happen? Back with Bill Spahn. Exactly. And it died, right? And committees kill ideas. They, they That's are, a fact. And the committee, you want to kill, kill a project? Make a committee. They're going to bring, and here's the thing. They're going to bring, this is where I question the whole thing. They're going to put a committee together. Well, then they have 100%. That now, well, the committee said it was not a good idea, so we could. Well, first off, anything. they lied about it. Well, we just wanted some feedback when we put it out. Yeah. We, 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 I, they, I could didn't not, they out and out lie about it? They, how do you put that in a They, they put that in a press release. I, they, they produced a, a, listen, a video listen, for they it. They cannot this. get out of their own way. Why just say, hey, why look, look even dumber why than you've already you made yourself that, look, right? It, that is, it was a terrible. I, I make mistakes. They, I, I they put a video out, like you said. They put a whole production that, and in the magazine, what did it say? The consumers are coming. Let me tell you oh, what yeah, happened. Cover. Yeah, the cover, yeah. Because they, they were just too proud to admit what a cat- catastrophic effect that just announcing it the way they did would. So they had they, they tried to save face, which only made it look worse. Right. Really only made it look worse. Oh, yeah. What they should have done is, look, we thought this was a good idea. We Obviously, them. we misread our data. and, and, and So we're going to put this on hold so we can further investigate what the best way to go about right. this is. They would have sounded so much more well, intelligent. But let's but that's what they did. Why, they, they, why, released, they released a thought without any plan of how it was going to no, logistically the, happen. Oh, we got time. Yeah. We'll figure we it out later. It's we'll only a year away. We'll, yeah. we'll figure it out. Oh, yeah. yeah. But what do you, I mean, what I believe. Now, were you, were you for it or against it? Because I, I, I didn't, I don't know where you really stood for it. I, I, I wasn't for it at all. Yeah, at you all. thought it was in, in, in the way it was presented, that's I, I just couldn't figure out how it would work out logistically. Okay, forget the logistics of it, right? Because logistically, there's, there's no am, way. Am I opposed to a big smoke style event, maybe adjacent to the trade show? Exactly. I think I, that, I, that, I, 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 I'm not completely opposed to that. Because here's here's the rule in life: when you try to half-ass anything, yeah, it fails. Yes, and that was a half-ass attempt to put oh, on that kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, my argument is, and it has always been, is why do something everybody's doing? Right, yeah. you're like the latest comer to this show. These types of events have been going on and been going on for decades. So what? You think you're going to be any better at it? You think you're going to do anything different at it? What? Because you have all the manufacturers in the industry. I got news for you. At most of these events, all the relevant manufacturers are there too. There's nothing mm. special yeah. that anybody's going to see. And the bang for your buck is a hundred times better at your event. At any than, one of these events, yeah, at any Rocky one of these. Mountain Cigar Festival, my event, even even Cigar Fest. And a lot of consumers were excited until they saw the prices and what they were getting for it. Four hundred, six hundred, and twelve hundred dollars for ten, twenty, or forty cigars. The Come only on. thing, the only thing that that event would have had that other events couldn't wouldn't have or could offer differently 
was to be able to see people's trade show booths, which you could see in every of the 8 million videos that the bloggers put out there, in photos, and whatever. So that, that, that's all about a 30-second excitement factor, and right? Breaking news. Consumers have been going to the trade show for a long Forever. time. <laughs> you the, right Forever. You just work for a, work for a manufacturer. Let me tell you something. Yeah. And, and how long you thought it was going to be before guys got smart? Like, they want me to pay $400 to yeah. get 20 cigars and fight 3,000, 4,000 people? Yeah. Where I could just get one of my retailer friends to give me a pass for two hundred, and I can walk around the show for three days yeah. instead of five hours, and, and get because five hundred cigars, right? And because I'm wearing a cigar company's name on my shirt, I walk out with five hundred cigars. I don't even have to ask for. Them. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> it was flawed all the way. It mm-hmm. was. So look, look, so once again, to come up with something so lame that already exists and is so blasé, blasé, <laughs> and it's already been proven that there's probably a dozen guys that are already going to do it. Way better than you're ever possibly going to do it. Why do it? But if that's the route you take, right? If that's the frying pan you want to put on the stove, right? Then don't do it on the piggyback of a trade show. No. Pick a different time of year. You want to do it in Vegas? There isn't one in Vegas. Great venue for it. Do a weekend event in Vegas that has nothing to do with the trade show. Make it that event. There is one in Vegas. There is who? The Big Smoke. Big Smoke. I don't count him. Sorry. (laughs) I forgot about him. Yeah, there is one in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. There is one. I, I, I forget about him. I, 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 I was recently talking about retailer-driven events, right? Yeah. Because even even the industry guys don't really like that event. It, it, I mean, it's, it's kind of like, you know, you're, you're, you're doing my event whether you like it or not, and here's the rules, and blah, 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 blah. Well, it's almost like they're not listening. The complaint that we've all had is the dwindling attendance from retailers. Well, okay, no. that's the other problem. So then, I, they is this going to do no. anything to increase that? No, no, no it's it, going to do the opposite. It, it drove more of a way. It drove more away. Yeah, it, it was very in, Ill, Ill, ill-conceived, and I can't think of anything that their current committee, their subcommittee, their sub-subcommittee is going to think that's going to improve on that concept the way it is there during a trade show. Just don't see it happening. So, yeah, yeah they, could, they could backpedal all they want, but they need to come up with a better idea. I yeah, they totally do. So what else? Is this a topic we're all in agreement on? It's a miracle. When is that? I happen? like Wait, it. Hold on one second. What was it you and I were in a disagreement about that I was? Well, you were pro it for a second or something. I'm pro for ha- doing something to fix the trade show. No, 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 no. no. Yes, there yes. was a topic that you were definitely. I'm like, I'm going to chew you up on a show Saturday. I'm not against. I'm not against having a consumer event. Okay, but when we at the trade show. Adjacent to the trade show or something like that. Okay, define. I've heard the word adjacent now a couple of times. Define what adjacent means. Like where General throws their opening party. Right. You have so a big would the event stuff. be on the trade show floor itself? Yes. In, in, no, no, no. In this way, that you have a big smoke trick or treat style event. And then during the course of that event, you lead groups of 30, 40 people to walk the trade show floor while it's closed. It can be set up right. and closed, and they get to see exactly what the trade show's all about, if that's what they want to see. Here's what I think we, we need. I look at Habano's festival, okay? There's no way anybody can walk around with well, six hours. Let me ask you the ultimate question yeah. that, that serves both purposes, right? You'll get a lot more revenue. You'll get a lot more revenue. And consumers will get what they want, right? I mean, I, maybe somebody's talked about this. I mean, I'm kind of shocked nobody hasn't. But why not just make a consumer pass and let consumers in? Who cares? Oh, because there's that oh whole thing God. that... What? Do you think there's anything that consumers don't know? No. I, I, I've said this for years that... Okay. That, everybody knows the margin we work everyone on. Everyone knows the margin Everybody knows where our costs are. There's right. no secret to the mechanics of anything but, going on in this industry. But, okay, from Hold a, on. 
consumers have already been coming into the show in droves yeah. for decades. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'll be honest with you, half the retailers are more annoying than the consumers are. So why not just make a big, bright yellow, orange bag that says "consumer" and let them walk the show? Floor? Because there's a point where I think it's going to be overflowed to do business, and 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 I can tell you, dude, me- nobody's doing business. I mean, there's a couple, there's five manufacturers maybe who are overflowed. We're, all right, so okay, get, get a few more people. But half the show, 80% of the show floor is empty. Well, now. <laughs> yeah, let the consumers fill it up. You want to get an extra two, three, four thousand people on the floor? Charge $100. Give them a freaking consumer pass. Let them walk around with big scarlet letter badges, like a big A. Mm-hmm. I'm wanna, a consumer. You want to turn it into Comic-Con. Right? Like a Comic-Con. What's the difference? Yeah. Somebody explain to me the, the real downside of that. Of having 4,000 more consumers there? About 4,000 the bodies. Bars, body. <laughs> the hotel room. Dude. The, you know, it's funny thing is, most, of them, there, most of them are there anyway. Uh, here, no, right? not, not at that, a lot at that of them. level. Jack, Bar Luca, which was the old Circle Bar and, yeah. and Abe. So I hear all the time, hey, all these deals are done in the bar over there, right? And there's tons of consumers there, so I don't understand this whole thing about price sheets there. That's the that's the part. Well, I, I've, I've never seen I, I've never not, seen one deal done at Bar Luca. That, but that's what listen people me, say. Wait, 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 listen to me. Here's the reality: is guys like me, I'm not going to the trade show to make any deals. All right, the real guys who are buying very sell because we don't have to. We're making the deals before we go to the trade show. We're making the deals by calling somebody up. So I want to do a project with Eric Espinosa. I'm not waiting to meet him in Vegas. Yeah, I'm picking up the phone and I'm calling him. So. You know, but it's an opportunity for the media to tell me what the real downside is. Just, just, so you think the trade show should go away? No, no, no. I just say let the consumers in. Let them. I think first off, let me tell you something. The trade show, without a doubt, aesthetically looks pathetic every year. Mm-hmm. Pathetic, and just an aesthetics level. There's nothing exciting to go about the trade show, really. Throw 3,000 more bodies in there, make it look jumping and happening. I don't see. And, and let me just tell you something. All these little manufacturers who barely get anybody there, well, you know what? When when they can't get into the Padron or whatever, guess what they're, who's they're going to go visit? These guys are going to go visit all these other guys. Yeah, but the, that's 3,000 people they can't sell to. Who? The manufacturers. Yeah, okay. But, okay, it doesn't matter. The manufacturers are still going to do whatever they're going to do with the retailers. These guys are going to be mostly spectators during this event, but they get to walk around. They get to feel part of it. Consumers are allowed on the floor at many other exposition shows, and I don't think there's any downside. What the bar's a little busier at night? Who cares? You want to get a couple? It's thousand? Vegas, baby. Yeah, you want to get <laughs> you want to get a couple thousand people. You want to make the show look more livelier overnight. And then you could, if you could get the thousand people, because you're never going to get, you're never going to get all the manufacturers together and only offer deals at that show, yeah. which no, is no. what would help. It, it's never going to happen. That's but, never going to so happen. Let's, let's work in the reality that we can work with, right? So let me just follow me on this, oh. right? Now you you make a reasonably priced ticket, maybe a one day pass, a two day right. pass, a four day pass, right? Guys could buy it and they could just walk the consumer floor blatantly as a consumer, right? Big yellow scarlet letter badge says, "I'm a consumer," right? If a guy like you wants to talk to some consumers, you can pick them out, have a little chit-chat with them, whatever. You got time. You got a little downtime. Guys that don't, don't. But they'll get to walk the floor, get the awe at a reasonable price. You bring in all this revenue. And now if you're a smart organization, right, now you find a way to make ancillary money. You make ancillary events for 100, 200, 300 people. Hold on. That are for the consumers at the show and you sell tickets to that. 
There, there's a much better model, but everybody's too hung up on the consumers can't be on the show floor, the, the, which is completely redundant to me. Okay, I agree with that part, okay? The, the FDA part is the tricky part with this because technically we're getting samples on the B2B. On the business of business. Okay, yeah, they're listed they're, as a they're consumer. Paying, they're buying a, they're buying a ticket and they, they're a consumer. They don't yeah, get samples. Yeah. I think there's something with the Vegas tax laws with that. Okay, but you're talking hypotheticals now. Okay. I'm you, not. You, I'm pretty no, sure no, that's okay. Yeah. yeah, you're not sure. You're pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Okay, so when you're sure, you know. But <laughs> let's just say that's not an obstacle. What's the problem with my... And believe me, I never thought of this until right now. Hey, while can, I I can I tell you? I don't you? go to the... I, I will tell you this, and I hate agreeing with you. But that's not a bad idea. Thank you very it's much. It's a lot better than the idea they <laughs> hatched. Listen, listen, that, believe, that believe, part believe, I'll agree with. That yeah, it's listen, a lot better than the idea that listen, the PCA listen, hatched. Listen, believe it or not, I get that statement a lot. No, that I agree with. They, they hate, people hate agreeing with yes, you? Yes, I get yeah. that a lot. <laughs> don't worry. I don't no, but I, I do. I'm very used to it. <laughs> they were overcomplicating this. I agree. This is very simple. Right. It's very logical. Right. They don't have to do nothing right. other than coordinate some ancillary marketing events. Like you get, you go to a certain manufacturer. Hey, Pete, would you host a consumer event? We're going to get a ballroom. You're going to do That's something. That's where I was going. If you did those breakouts. Okay, but you got to get the thousand there people there without disrupting the whole universe. Right. And since technically, I'll guarantee you there's been always a few hundred consumers every year on the show anyway. Yeah. Make it a couple thousand. So let me ask you it's a question. Not, it's not like the showroom floor isn't absurdly empty. No. Okay. Course, you could have gone bowling on right? day three. You could put <laughs> you could put three thousand people on there and not notice, right? Right. It really ac- according to the press release, uh, who, they're going to consult with guys like you, dude. This is a good. They'll never put guys like me up on there because they don't want to hear guys like me talk. They, that's why they, they should though. They but should. You Listen have experience me. with that, that. That's why I got off. That's why I, I'll never be back on the board. Typically, these kind of groups. Don't like guys like me, right? Jeff is one of the smartest guys on the board. He should have been on there forever, right? They don't want that, dude, because they don't want to hear the truth. They don't want to go. They don't want guys who are always going to go against the grain. Can you imagine? Because this is what would have happened. You imagine on that board, there'd be ten people saying what a great idea, and I'd be the only one going, "This is stupid. Don't do it." That's my position in life. I'm that guy, right? I'm that guy that this is stupid. Don't do it. I'm arguing. You know, I I was on a board. I was listen to me. I'm not going to mention any names, but I was on a board of directors, and we had a 11 to 1 vote. I was the one. And a year later, I was proven right. Absolutely right. What they voted on, they should have never done. And I was the one. So I'm that guy. I'm, I'm the least popular board guy ever. Ever. Understood. <laughs> but but I, I'm just telling you, if you wanted a quick fix that really wouldn't have rattled it, this is a sellable thing. Right? And like I said, you, you, if you market it smart, you got one day, two day, three day, four day passes. Right? And you sell them. You get a couple thousand people. You make a lot of money, and then you can make a shitload of money on the ancillary effects, the little dinners, the hostings, and made up for these guys, right? And no one cares. And you want to know what? For three or four days, the show actually looks like a real trade show filled with bodies. You know? It's simple. There's no logistics to it. It's very, very easy. I'm in. You sold me. I, I, but that, didn't, that didn't take much. The biggest, yeah. the biggest problem, <laughs> the, the biggest problem you're going to have with this idea, and I don't even think it's an FDA issue, honestly. The biggest problem you're going to have with this idea is everybody's going to have your initial reaction. And that's because of how old school this industry is. Oh, we can't have consumers on the trade show floor. They might see stuff that they might not be supposed to do. Well, Dude, they know everything. <laughs> but not all of them do. The majority do. Anybody who's that hardcore knows. Yeah. Right? Anybody who's going to yeah, trade Anybody shows, that's going to go to right? Vegas they to go to know, a trade show. They know, the they, margin. they know how the margins Listen work. Listen to me. Charlie Monado's, are... Charlie Monado's posting a wholesale pricing on half. I mean, come on. It's like, you know. It's all out there. What is half wheel? Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's all out there. I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's it's not a secret, man. So 
here's the problem with Pro- our industry continuously. It refuses to embrace aspects of change, right? No one in this industry, though the manufacturers over the last decade have gotten much better at it, right? But not this board not has embraced this community, right? The, 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 the real media of this community, guys like Coop and Brian Glenn and Eric Guttermerson and, you know, a lot of other guys. I'm sorry I'm not mentioning them all, but you guys are the three right. I work with the most, right? Mm-hmm. But there's, there's four or five other really reputable guys as far as yeah. I'm concerned, right? These are the real movers and shakers in the media, right? Absolutely. Uh, you know, I don't even know why, you know, they, they're not recognized. They're not being worked with. They're not even being consulted, right? Mm. They're the direct line to the consumer. They're the bloodline to the consumer more than anybody else. You know, so I should mention KMA Radio. Mm-hmm. There, was, <laughs> there was not one post shared by the PCA of all the media brands that covered this trade show this year. And that was just, I don't care if, I know Listen, they're mad at me, but I, none of these other guys, I'm you couldn't find one you, post? I'm telling you, that's not yeah. spite. They live in a cave. So, no, no, no they, I agree. They live it wasn't in a cave. Spite. It's not spite. They but just, they, you, they, no one's working it we, or thinking about it. They're, no, they're, most of these guys on the board want to do as minimal as possible. Yep. I agree. Really? No, I totally agree. Yeah. They want to come in, make their couple of votes, and then walk away. They're not really working it like his job. So let me ask you a question, because you've heard about TPA and the growing, TPE? TPE, the growing excitement with yes. TPE. We're going to do it. A lot of other manufacturers, the majority of manufacturers. They want to fly me out there and put me up in a hotel. Exactly. That's the host of now, yes. mm-hmm. now, let me ask you a question. If TPE at the end of January is really successful, what impact will that have on the trade show? I've, well, obviously, you don't watch every one of our shows, Jack. Mm. I've, already, <laughs> I've already predicted that the TPE probably will acquire the IP or the PCA in the next two to three years. If not sooner. Interesting. Well, I should it's watch interesting. It's an interesting to say. I mean, one's corporate, one's not, but I can see I can see something maybe where, yeah. There's no point. Make one show. You know, there, there can... Why fight it? Make one show. It's kind of Make funny. It they, won't, they won't both admit they're in competition with each other. But well, they are. Well, but they totally are. Okay, no, 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 no. Let me correct you. Right. TPE is definitely in competition with the PCA. The PCA won't admit that they are competition worthy. But, but but they had there's, TP, a, there's they a difference. Had, but they had there's TPA people walking the floors at, at this year's. You can't show. stop them. I know you can't. Back when it was IPCPR and I was on the board, right. They flew me. Well, they were yeah. they were supposed to fly me. I was supposed to go on a plane and end up being a catastrophe. But <laughs> me and another board member to meet Joe Rowe, the current president, and we were going to go scout out the TPE because it was up and coming. Right. Right. They do that all the time. But my prediction is that the TPE will acquire. They're acquiring media. They're acquiring everything, and. I just see the IPCPR is just flailing. TP runs it like a job, like a real job. Yeah. They, they work, comp- it's corporate. They work it. Eventually, they'll just acquire the IPCPR. Or and then some when they kind acquire it, they'll stop flying people out there and stuff. <laughs> It'll be the only game in town. And- but you want to know what? <laughs> yeah. It'll be an overall better event. Yeah. It'll be an overall better event. Because of what? The time of the year? They could combine it. Why fight each other? The good time of year, better venue, yeah. more people. Plus, you'll have people who bleed in it. I might see some mass market stuff that I would have never thought of considering ordering in my stores. But I said, you know what? I can carry that. Mm-hmm. There'll be a lot of good synergies if that's done, and, and 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 I think those guys are so aggressive that that's a viable thing of happening in the future. I'm looking forward to it. They're very aggressive. Yeah, but no, I, I just say let the consumers on, man. Open the door, let them in. I don't see a downside. I don't see anything negative that could happen. I don't see anything being but the problematic. Price sheets, but you're right. My initial oh, thought. Oh, the price sheets. Dude, <laughs> my initial we all work on Keystone Margin. <laughs> Everybody out there, spread the word. The cigar industry works on Keystone Margin. That so means stupid. if you pay $10 for a cigar. You bought it for 5 <laughs> The guy that sold it to you bought it for 5 Jesus.
Secrets no. of the Cigar Industry <laughs> Exposed. Yeah, like I, ju- I just released the biggest secret ever in the cigar industry. <laughs> All right. uh, I, but you're right. Breaking you're, news you're, here when on you Cam broke Talk that, Radio. My initial reaction. That's going to be the that's going to be yeah, the yeah, yeah. fair point. Eh? Especially the old school guys. Holy cow, they're going to yeah. have a heart attack with it, right? So somebody's got to hold their hand, massage her. It's ego. a much better idea than what they came out with. Well, listen to me. Whether it's a much well, anything's a much better. Macaroni, powdered macaroni and cheese is a much better idea <laughs> than what they came up with. So let's be <laughs> let's be realistic. Right? Uh, I but, think it's the first time the PCA is out there front. Just from looking at, hey, look, we'd like to do something fast that we could throw off without a lot of planning, something very simple that could generate a lot of money, and if we're smart, we could build off it. This is very simple. It's very little to do, very little to organize, and very little to screw up, because you ain't doing nothing but letting them in. Yeah. Now you get a good marketing guy who starts planning a couple extracurricular events that are made just for these guys, you got a grand slam. And it's very simple, it doesn't take a lot of work. What they're talking about, they have no idea the amount of work they're going to have to put in to organize this and put it the way they want. Mm-hmm. No idea. No idea. So, I mean, you know, if anybody out there is listening, you could take my idea. No charge. It's complimentary because I believe in loving the industry. <laughs> wow. Dude, I, I've always Don't, tried doesn't to Doesn't even help. want credit. Listen to me. I've always tried to help this industry. <laughs> well, I, wait, I, he didn't I, say he didn't want credit. He just no, said no. they didn't have to pay. <laughs> I always like credit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always like I still don't get any credit for starting the CRA other than from Glenn Loop. He wants, he wants, <laughs> He's the only guy that acknowledge I had anything to do with the, he wants, not, the CRA. You know not Coop's going to go present that idea. They're going to credit him with it. <laughs> no, Coop, Coop, Coop's a good reporter. He, he, he will well, sources. Yeah, he will get sources. Yeah. But um, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, listen, man, I, I belong to this industry. I want to see this industry thrive right i want to see what's best for this industry i'm all for it man but that's one of the reasons why people why are you over so in your scenario consumers don't get cigars listen to me if you as a manufacturer are talking to consumers and you want to say hey would you like a sample here you that's your prerogative so they but but they're not required there's no no there's no requirement you can just now, go there and now, show up if it is an fda issue is it, if it but is, it shouldn't be because you're buying a ticket. Hold on. Listen, I'm not saying whether it is or isn't. Yeah, yeah. they are buying a ticket. That really buying doesn't matter. They're buying a ticket to get into the event. As just a like the Great Smoke. So, but, but let's just say it is. Right. Let's just say it is. Then you have signs due to the FDA. Consumer badges are welcome to walk the floor, but you cannot get samples. Right? And you just put a sign in there, and you know you let them know yeah. that, 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 hold on. You let them know that coming into the floor, they, they can't get samples. But when... Eric Espinosa is holding an ancillary party, whatever. That's a ticketed event. You give them bowlers cigars, yeah. including the ticket price. You let them get cigars in the, in the other events that aren't on the showroom floor. It's an easy workaround. It See, really I, is an easy workaround. I, in fact, the more I'm talking about this, the more I'm thinking this is the most genius idea regarding <laughs> this event that I've heard to date. You know, Abe, the more I'm thinking about it, another, <laughs> there's like this, this idea of a breakout, these breakouts that you're having. Right. Mm-hmm. Is something that... Again, that's a great idea. Well, listen to me. The breakouts yeah. could have been done, but the whole thing in their whole argument is let them see the show the showroom floor, this mecca, the sacred ground that consumers are yeah, never going to be disappointed. Yeah, look, there is Tell something when you when in. you see it the first time, it it, it will get old. It lasts right? fifteen minutes. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, there mm-hmm. is as soon as they realize they got to walk five miles to see the showroom floor, have them go. All right, where's the bar? Let me find the bar. I need to get beer. Who hasn't been on a trade show? Was that a one can't sell invitation? No, no, one can't sell. Anybody, I need to make some old fashions. Anybody got some oranges? <laughs> oh my god! So, anyways, listen. Um, no, listen to me. If you're a hardcore consumer, passionate dude, if you're a cigar geek, and you haven't seen the showroom floor, it's impressive. I remember when my yeah, employees yeah. 
when it was here in Orlando and I had the opportunity to say, hey, you guys, it's in a drivable distance. If you guys want to alternate, work with each other, cover each other's shifts, you guys should just come over here in groups. I'll get you in. You can see the trimmer. They were blown away by it, right? I mean, they were like, whoa, this is amazing because they never saw it before. But that lasts 15 minutes. So let them in. Let them in. Let them in. Charge them $50 a day, you know, uh, two days for 75 or whatever. You know, $300 a day of all week past 350 whatever. Mm-hmm. Let them in. Let them in. I just say let them in, man. Because I'm telling you, the, the, the show floor is a depressing sight. It is every year. And I haven't been to it in years. I can't imagine what it was this year, right? No, Coop's got pictures. It's a depressing <laughs> sight. Let's undepress it. Throw a bunch of bodies in there. I remember somebody said, were they closed with Coop took that picture? <laughs> <laughs> it was, that, I mean, it was that bad. I mean, there were, no, there were booze that shut down early this year. Really? Is that allowed? No. Yeah. They, yeah, put, they were packing the booze. They were, they they were people, packing up. They were packing up at 11 o'clock. At 11 oh, o'clock in the morning. I've never been to a trade when, show where they're allowed yeah, to do when, that. When, when Dion was up and coming. And you know all the conspiracy theory was going right. around what he was and what he was about. Nobody knew. He like closed his booth on the second day of the show. Sold out. We have no more cigars to sell. <laughs> he did. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Wow, that was pretty ballsy. Well, most of the trade shows I go to, they have such strict rules that you can't present if you if you start packing up they early. They probably do got the you're rule. Out. They probably do got the rule, but they ain't kicking nobody out. And they got no one to enforce it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the difference, I no. guess. Yeah. No. But yeah, I, I like this idea. Hopefully somebody... You should. It's yours. <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes I don't always think that, that you know, as I talk into it, I say, ah, it doesn't work. This is actually... You very... talk yourself out of some of them? Yeah, sometimes yeah. I talk myself out of them. Like, yeah, it wasn't that good of an idea. But the more and more I'm talking about this, it's so simple, so easy, and this solves every problem. The consumers are elated. They get what they want. The manufacturers are elated. They don't have to deal with the show. Because I'm going to tell you something. Literally, this could happen, and the manufacturers wouldn't even know what's going on. They'd go do their business. Consumers would walk around, and you'd have the choice whether you'd want to interact with them or not. Well, and and and, and listen, and some- everybody's booth has. When you go sit at a table with a retailer to write that order, there's no consumer that's going to stand over you. Listen like, to me, watching. There's there, nobody watches. No, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. What they're going to do is going to find every table. And you want to know what, Jack? You know what? Guess what, Jack? You're not in the middle of doing anything, and you yeah. see a bunch of consumers. What are you going to do? I'm going to go talk to them. You're going to walk up there. Hey, I'm Jack Trang. What's going on? You guys yeah. here as consumers? I'm telling you, it's getting smarter by the minute. The more I talk about, it's the smarter it brilliant. gets. It's brilliant. I like it. We'll let Dave Garofalo do a press release and it'll happen. So, next I was going to say. <laughs> he's not going. I love you, Dave. No, I'm just saying. I say stuff, nothing happens. Uh, he might be going now, a, no? Dave Garofalo I, makes a I press release. Any, the world he hasn't commented either way on it yet. Oh, we should, we'll hit him up. We, we should find out if Dave's going to go now that, that the uh, cigar, cigar con is canceled. He, of course he is. Dave was going to go if it didn't get canceled. Get the heck out of here. I wasn't buying that for a minute. Smoke and mirrors. No, 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 no. Listen to me. I, 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 Is he trying to just prove a point? No, no, no. I want to clarify my point before I call Dave out on something, right? I think Dave believes he's not going to go because of it. He's convinced himself, this is bullshit, I'm not going to go. But had they not changed anything before, he goes, man, I got to go. Whatever. And he probably would have ended up going. Hmm. I, don't, I don't know if he would actually have missed a trade show. All right. So, well, I mean, I, I, just don't, I don't think he had to go. I mean, you just said the we same reason. We never have to go. He doesn't have to go. Yeah, Dave he, doesn't, he doesn't go. have to go. But Dave's personality compared to my personality, he likes that format. He likes being there. Dave likes being at the. Well, he's show. a he's a big guy there. Right? Saying, he likes yeah. being there. Right? I, yeah. I don't like that. I'm playing duck and roll. I'm hiding. I don't want to be beat up by eight thousand people and 
whatever. Yeah. So for we, we have different outlooks, but Dave likes that spotlight. He likes to be there. So, I mean, I think Dave would have ended up going. I don't think he was trying to falsely say anything. I think he really believes at this point. Because I've done that where, like, I'm not going. I'm not going. And then oh, got to go. I got to go. Kind of like you and the weddings. Ooh. <laughs> I... I put my foot down. Thank you. I put my foot down for the September wedding. There was another you September wedding, down. and we're not going. His wife didn't want to go. Exactly. <laughs> it was one of his friends. Exactly. It was one of his. It was one of his friends. Who does he think he's bullshitting? Are you confirming it It is not one of my friends. It's one of her friends, and it's in our hometown, so it'd be one. easier to get there. Obviously, not a good one. Listen, I said we're not going. Yeah, we're not okay. going to that one. Yeah. I'm the king of my castle. Are you master well, of your wait, own wait, domain? Wait, wait, no, wait. I totally believe that Paul said we're not going, but I totally know that they're not going because she's all right with them not going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I still said. Yeah. I still so made the decision. Feel good. I still made the decision to not go. Did we go past twelve o'clock? Oh, oh yeah, a long time past. ago. What a great show. Yeah. Oh yeah. What a great show. Did we? Did, have we missed anything? Have we not talked about anything? The only thing that that Coop wanted to. A briefly touch on where the layoffs in Nicaragua. So there's a bunch of Ooh. Yeah, so Ooh. yeah, that's interesting. This is good. Mm-hmm. So well, that, that's your home base too, right? What Nicaragua? Oh, well, our factory. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's my home yeah. base. That's Espinosa home base. Right. Espinosa's yeah, home base. base. So, yeah. We laid off no one. No, okay, there's reports enough. that have, uh, factory workers have been being laid off in various factories right now, and it's not really clear. We we do know that there was some laid off from the AJ Fernandez factory. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, what did Altus slow down their order? Most likely, that's what's speculated. Wow. Not all this, but but these catalog companies. Let's say um, there are other factories that are getting hit as as well with this. So, and it's kind of there was an article actually in the Nicaraguan newspapers on this right now that's going on with this. Um, you know, but basically saying, hey, there, several factories. I know SDG also laid off some people. Wow. Yeah. Did, uh, did you? Because I didn't see the show, but did you ask? One of the rumors is Nick. Not true. Not true? Not true. Okay. Ooh, that was an adamant. Look at you. You're ferocious mm. with that Well, adamant. I didn't know if you had asked him. Not true, Jack Toronio. <laughs> yeah. No, the, ru- the rumor was he had closed down for a month. Listen, no, man, I don't listen to anything in this yeah, industry when it comes that to rumor. That's definitely not though, true. Though I will say yeah. that I've never been in any other industry or organization where rumors ended up being more true than often in this, in, than in this <laughs> yes. industry. It is more frequent than anything yeah. else, but there's also a plethora of just yeah. bullshit rumors. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that one I will say is not true. This man is rumor-free. Yeah. <laughs> he is. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So, I mean, other than uh, just laying off people, have they is, spe- is the speculated import, on... Is some... the import from Nicaragua going down? Not, it hasn't kind of come out yet, but I think the, clearly there is a, a reduction happening right now. In imported and, cigars. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on, you know, with, with the CI as well. Now having Thompson, you know, mm-hmm. some of the demand for production is going down right now. You know, there's a lot of private label stuff that comes out of Nicaragua. And I think this, that's a lot. Yeah. And that's what's driving a lot more of this right now. It's clear. So a lot of factories stay in business because of the private label piece. You know, you think about some some of these smaller factors. Listen to me. I, I think I think the mistake this made, especially with guys like AJ, when I right, especially when they have this influx of demand that happens, right? You have this influx of demand, and you try to meet it, and you try to meet it so you can optimize as much revenue yeah. as you can. But eventually, what happens is, and, and you know, you have experience in looking at factory. You know that that influx eventually levels out, and when it yeah. does level out, what do you do with all those rollers you hired to meet the demand? Where do they go? Home. Yeah. Yeah. They they 
It's not like there's another <laughs> huge industry in Esteli. Um, yeah. I don't... How I mean, it, it, man, it's very because that's a lot of people be laying off rollers, which is just already you know you have right. an economy where they're they're barely surviving as it is. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I wonder what's going to happen there. It's 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 something we have to keep an eye on right now. Well, I think the demand has to catch up with the supply that was shipped yeah, here. I a mean, lot. We, this, this market, the, the United States was flooded with cigars yeah. with all these people. So they kind of held back and said, listen, we're overstocked on this. you gotta, you got to ease up a little I, bit. I also do think there's been an, an absurd rush. You've been very quiet this show, dude. Are you awake? Well, no, I'm awake. It's just I'm trying to talk over people. He's yeah. also freezing. He's, he's very cold. Oh, are you cold? I'm a little chilly now. Well, that calls for a beer. Can Thank you, you, Colin. Can you see if we got Blanky in there for <laughs> a, a sweater? A yeah, that'd be great. Can I get a Brewmeister sweater? What was the one that had sleeves? What was the one, that blanket? Uh, oh, the Snuggie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Snuggy. Okay. That came and went quick. But um, I think there was also a plethora of people rushing to make brands that they wanted to get out in the market. Before. 2016. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that, 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 I, I still think it's more the catalog and the private label stuff driving this, though. To get but that let, level. But let me ask there. something. Why, okay, what's the theory on to why CI or Thompson's would slow out their house brands? They still have them just because there's a merger. They bought them. What we, it's not like, oh, okay, we're going to take all of Thompson's house brands that have been built over the last 30 years and just stop making them. I don't understand. Why, why would that slow down? How, look. These companies, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, they thrive on making their own house brands, right? But, they don't make money selling the premium stuff that I sell or most other guys sell. That's not where their money's at, right? Because that's not where they can be competitive, right? They're not going to be competitive selling Davidoff, right. Padron, or any any brand that, that has a reputable reputation of just not letting it be discounted and hoard to death, right? They make money by luring people in, right? Making these uber, uber samplers that they can get data, and then they... they Work their way into, hey, we have this brand that's made for us by Rocky Patel. Buy this because we're the only shop that has it. And it's, you know, a lot of times, even with some of these companies, it's just a licensing deal. You know, Rocky or whoever it is is not even making that brand. They're paying a per stick charge to use the name and they're having their brand made and they're well, a lot of times it's this. I mean, Rocky said this in the fact you go to Rocky's factory, there's stuff that becomes his premium lines, and then there's stuff that maybe isn't graded as good that he sells under another name. I, I yeah, get it, yeah, but there's yeah. also a lot of people, but, and I'm not saying right. Rocky does this, but I know for a fact that some people do. They they, they just license the name to CI, right? You want to go make a $2 stick yeah. with my name on it? You give me yeah. quarter a stick. Yeah. CI has it all made, done, packaging. They're not even involved in the process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's where their bread and butter is at, right? So why why would, I I mean, unless you don't, may not know, what, why, well, why, the, why is the private label ba- business shrinking then? Well, if, if company, if let's say, you know, Let's go with JR. They they decide they're gonna order twenty percent less. I, I just don't know if it's shrinking as much as that they're overstocked. Not. They bought too much. They See, bought too much. Bought, okay, the competition that, that lowers the price. Or, or and, if I may, and, and companies with that type of buying power said, "Hell, you can get a toast for a, qu- a quarter less a steak. Give us three hundred thousand cigars. Right. Give us this right. amount of cigars." Right. And they can, got flooded with inventory. That makes sense. And you have bigger that, that companies. And you have the, bigger the companies right now that they. That don't Damn, want to keep we this agreed stuff. on something else. You don't want to have this stuff. In, like the bigger companies, when they look at stuff sitting in the warehouse, it raises a red flag to them. That's yes. like they look at that Absolutely. as uh, that's a cost, right? Mm-hmm. So they have to explain that to them. Their bean counters saying, "Why do you have this stuff in there?" So what do they do instead of producing more stuff? 
go. Let's go through some of this inventory you have and get it down yeah, before that. I'm sure. Can we also not thousand oh, robustos? Yeah. yeah. Right. Can, we, can we also not say that this might be a ripple effect from last year's demonstrations and the rioting, where everybody was like, "We don't know if we're going to be able to get cigars out," so everybody stocked up excessively yeah, on cigars. Maybe. 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 Yeah, that's a very good point, actually. Everybody was worried we're not going to have cigars. He so don't better say get much, but when he oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Although Sokka was on here telling us when that was going on. He's like, I'm fine. I'm going in and out. No problem. And, Remember? Don't, and don't buy my cigars. Yes. <laughs> it's not really yes. good. It's they're not, not, really, they're good not really good. Don't buy them. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Well, that, Adam, that was impressive. Yeah, you haven't said thing, a word. First thing the whole show. Two hours and 21 minutes. That's fantastic. Hits it with a solid point. Solid. That's what he does. Would have been that sports show that gives you points. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> yes, Jack, I where are you going to be at? What do you got going on? Uh, I will be everywhere. Eh? By next week, I'm in Spokane, Washington. Uh, from there, I got Buffalo. I got uh, I don't know. I'm everywhere. My, well, you're staying cool then. <laughs> oh yeah. It start. It's going to start getting cold. Um, I'll be back in Chicago soon. Uh, I'll, I'll be everywhere. I'll be. I'm doing events with all the reps and 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 all our brokers and. And hit the road. You know, I just heard about this late, but I want to bring it up before we go out because mm. I just find it very, very interesting. Did anybody hear about the Alabama school shooting? No. There was an Alabama school shooting? Earlier in a week. Is this not mind-blowing? A I, kid at a high school football game shot 10 people, and it's nowhere. No one's talking. Google it. Yeah, Wait, well, didn't a girl die? Little, no, no little there was girl. no death. There was no death. No, death. no that was now, that was the thing last now, week. In the same week in Alabama, I think some kid shot his parents and his whole family, five people or whatever. Something there was a, there was two or three shootings in Alabama this week, but one was a school shooting. This was, but this mm. happened. What happened? The, it was, but the heart. Everyone was talking hurricane. Okay, the that, country's yeah. bigger than the hurricane. Go Google it. There's no news stories on it. I tried to find out what kind of gun he used. Now, what shooting story doesn't mention? The gun that's being used. I find it cre- eerily odd. First off, it wasn't a white supremacist. Mm-hmm. So there's a problem. Nothing to talk about. Right. My odds are, and why I wanted to look, you shot 10 people. I pretty much guarantee you it probably wasn't an AK uh, or a yeah, semi-automatic, hey. you know, whatever, which, once again, which blows a lot of problems and whatever. But I, are you Googling it, Paul, or whatever? You, you, you hit 10 people oh, no. with an AK, you're going to kill at least one like, of them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. This is a week ago this happened. This is not, In the last week. Yeah, this is not. Nobody I know knows about it. This is a school shooting. 10, ten people were. At a football shot. people. 10 people got shot. Right. And nobody is talking but what, about what, it. Wasn't it like a gang thing at a, at a football game or something like that? It was at a football game, and they believed that he had an issue with one of the other people that were there. Uh-huh. But regardless... This was a school shooting. How is nobody talking about this? Nobody died. Nobody died. Does it really take somebody to die? Ten people got shot and hospitalized. At school. If I made if I made if I made a quote, Kelsey Grammer, if it bleeds, it leads. It bled. But I don't think it bled enough. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let me ask you something. Yeah. Fine. It didn't bleed enough. How is there barely any stories on the internet? Why is no one mentioned the type of weapon? I, I, I tried finding it. I couldn't find anything about mm. what kind of weapon he used. It, it's eerily odd. Because which, I think it was, an, I, this kid didn't, this guy didn't go out to target a bunch of random people because of his beliefs in something. This was some in school and it was at a football game. Are not you really going to try to tell me how a school shooting, regardless of the reason, is not newsworthy? 
I'm not telling you it's not newsworthy. But I, you don't think there's... I think there was bigger news out there. You don't think there's any political motivation as to why this story didn't get covered? I, I honestly think it was the weather yeah. thing that, that overtook yeah, it. Yeah, I don't... I think the people were obsessed with this hurricane in the East. I agree. Okay. Mm-hmm. Get, uh, I can, I, shall I, I get you a tinfoil hat? I can give you that locally, right? But who in California gave a crap about the hurricane? It was, I mean, it was being run on the national newscast all week. I, I get it. Right. I get it. But the internet is big. Google the stories. There's barely any stories. I, I, that part it's I not even an easy news story to find. Yeah, it in is. Alab- I, I, I have them all. NPR, New York Times, USA Today. It, what? It's, there's all articles. I mean, ABC well, News what? about the school shooting. We didn't Alabama. have the week-long gun to control I'm just telling debate. you, I Googled it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those came up it, more recently in the last few I days. Was, but open them up. Find, look how little the articles are. They barely talk about it. I'm just telling you. But I was almost, I'm almost like relieved that we didn't have another week long gun control debate. It's it, that goes nowhere. That debate goes you're, nowhere. You're absolutely week. right. Yeah. I mm-hmm. just find it yeah. odd. I think had it been a white yeah. supremacist or some whatever, somebody to fit the current profile right. of all their problems, that stuff would have been right. blown up everywhere. That that that's the issue I have with them. I'm in utter shock about it. Utter shock. You finding a lot of good new nuggets over there? Nothing more than what you were talking about. Right? right. There's not a lot on it. It's, yeah. not, it's, it's absurdly, very vaguely written about. Absurdly. Unnormal. unnormal. Abnormal. Why are you I, laughing? Because I don't think it's absurdly abnormal. It's just... Ab, it's, it's... I mean, there's... Very ir- weird. Not normal. For Especially not for a story like that. You think it should have the same coverage as a guy that opens fire into a... Peop- Bunch of people watching a concert. Okay, look at me. And kills. I'm 30? not. Say, I'm not saying it should have the same coverage at all. I'm just saying that's eerily weird little coverage. Yeah. Right. I'm not saying it should have the same. Nobody coverage. died. Wait. I'm not. Right. I'm not <laughs> saying it should be as covered or uncovered. I'm just saying I can't believe I bring this up and nobody's even heard of it. Right. Not that nobody's talked about. It. He's having trouble even finding dad on it. Google. I'm telling you, it's just not weird. That's all. That was my point. Oddly enough, so we can move on. Okay. Moving on. One though. of our listeners said one word. Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was Juan, Juan Cancel. That was Juan Cancel who just Juan woke up. Ship. Of Juan course. Can't, Juan can't ship. Juan can't ship. Oh, boy. Juan can't sell. Juan can't sell. Yeah. I tried to buy a McLobster at 2 in the morning in Rhode Island and was thrown off the line. What happened? They sell a McLobster? So apparently what, what, what happened, this is because I was up in Rhode Island a couple weeks ago, um, and Juan had been there a week before. And he wanted to get a McLobster, which is a... Is that actually a thing? Yes. Okay, they sell a McLobster yeah, at McDonald's? We're going up to see Mike Bellity next week. Holy seasonal. cow. It's seasonal, uh, and it's also available in parts of Canada, but it's very seasonal. And is it, like, just a lobster roll? It's a lobster roll. Okay. Oh, and God, I'm he sure went it's disgusting. To a, he went in Rhode Island to a McDonald's at, like, 2 in the morning and tried to order a McLobster. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have it available? And they didn't have it available. And apparently he got a little upset, and he was they they actually removed him and his sales rep from the line at the drive-in. Hear it first with cigar. Uh, that is the first story I think I've ever heard of someone and, and getting kicked out of McDonald's. Was, line. So I go up to Rhode Island, and everyone's talking about. Did Coop break? I mean, did did Juan Cancel break the story to you? No, his, apparently, but his rep confirmed the story. Juan, rep, Can, Juan Cancel has a rep in Rhode Island. Well, he's got someone he uses as a rep in Rhode Island. That's funny, right? He's on a he's on a tear, man. He is on a tear. He's every... been removing Facebook pictures. 
because he posts like like uh, real bad drunk pictures, inappropriate drunk pictures. Yeah, think. And then and then all of a sudden the next day they're gone. I, I went to it. send you one oh. because um, Evan Darnell from the Red it. Meat Lovers Club commented it. on it. Well, and I forgot the screenshot, and then we, and then it was gone when I went to send. IPCPR recap was preempted because he made the Cigar Vixens top five list two weeks in a row. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's a true story. That's funny. He's a trip. Oh, that is fantastic. He is a character. <laughs> no! Wait, was that you in no, real life? No, it was Colin. No, that was me. <laughs> He's got you saying it more? Colin's got your wow in oh. his face. So but huge. That's you... a different, that's fantastic. Yeah, that, no, was, that, was, yeah. A, that was a lower one than the. That's fantastic. Yeah. I, I, I still, but he does it so well, I never really know if it's him I or you guys. I thought that was Adam that yeah, time. Yeah, I thought it was too. I thought it was... That was me. Colin's got. That was a recording of you. No. I literally said it, looked over at Colin, was like, I can't believe I just said it oh, again. Okay. Oh, All right, I thought it was Nope. <laughs> oh, my God, we have to get out of here. Yep. We're All getting right. a little oh, story crazy. Let's, let's, let's see who belongs in a cigar yeah. in Asylum this week. Welcome to the Cigar Asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. This week, who belongs to a cigar insane asylum brought to you by CLE and Asylum Cigars. All right. Somebody make sure they tag Evan Darnell mm -hmm. of the Red Meat Lovers Club yeah. in this post. Because maybe he can organize like some big... Where is this? Oh, Australia. Not happening. There, somebody's already doing it. Oh, uh, yeah. So this week's inductee takes the vegan movement to new heights. Celia Cardin of Perth, Australia took her case to the Supreme Court of Western Australia, citing that her neighbor's barbecuing is affecting her way of life. Yep. The vegan is complaining <laughs> about the smell of meat and fish emanating from their barbecues. Cardin says it's deliberate. All I can smell is fish and I can't enjoy my backyard. The Supreme Court also rejected her claims in July, dismissing the case. Cardin had filed nearly 600 pages of documents in her appeal of the case. And now meat eaters from around Australia want to have barbecues surrounding her home in protest. <laughs> well, congratulations, Ms. Cardin. You are this week's inductee into the Cigar Insane Asylum, brought to you by CLE and Asylum Cigars. She's apparently appealing again. Now, now, I didn't hear about the Alabama shooting, but I did hear that story. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> did you really? Yeah, yeah. Kidding? I swear oh, yeah. It's insane. Yeah. All right. Mostly because everybody was heckling uh, the, the crown heads rep, Brian McGee. They, oh, he's a vegan? Closet vegan. Listen to me. Well, he, How he, can he, you be a closet he, vegan? Because he's so they just think he's, oh, they but, think he's a vegan? They think he's a vegan. He's not really listen, a vegan. He, no. Here's my stance. I really, really, absolutely, positively could care less if anyone's a vegan. It's when we have they, breaking news. What? Antonio Brown was released. <sighs> Eric uh, Eric Espinosa Jr. is asking if Jack brought us any pastries today. Hell no! As is, <laughs> as is no. customary for, for everyone. As Listen. is customary from everyone from Espinosa. Oh no, no, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. But he bought goodies. He brought. He brought. I don't. Goodies. I don't want to see Abe in a dress. That's so I, I was not Thank bringing. You. Oh, pastries. good move. There you go. I want to put the Mojo Donuts up. What happened? The mo I, uh, Grace Sotolo oh. bought me Mojo Donuts, and I brought them over to last night to the cigar shop we were at. Well, I didn't bring it to our cigar shop. Well, they didn't make it out. Those, we, you we, could have stopped by this morning on your way in. We will. I will make sure. So, if Abe, you were, Abe, if you were a good course, Abe, are you on a diet? <laughs> Abe, who, Abe, who's going to be wearing the dress? Abe, You'll find Abe, out. Somebody, Abe. one of us. Wait, what? do you want to hear what Coop thinks? What? I, I, 
I'm sorry. I think I think you're I think you're the favorite to win the dress. Oh really? All right. <laughs> Abe, I, like Sokka is obsessed with this. I'm just saying. And I think Nimish has success. You have your work cut out. Nimish is up 12 pounds last time we talked. Oh, okay, really? what about oh, wow. you? Oh wow! I'm up about 10 pounds. You're though, not but, dieting. But no, me and Nimish both aren't dieting. We're starting like we're starting like uh, this so- week. So Sokka, what is, where's Sokka? Saka, I can't trust him. So Nimish and I are blatantly honest about what Saka looked thin when I uh, thinner when I saw him at the trade show. Yesterday. Okay, he looked thinner, but I don't believe Saka. I don't. Well, I can't say that. Who's like? Who's that. like? <laughs> who's arbiter? Who's who's the who's the referee in this? It doesn't matter. We know what the goal was when we originally were supposed to met. Right. Made the first part of the bet. So right. we know the starting barometer right. is, and then they're, we're weighing in at my house, so we'll know where everybody really stands. Okay. But you're the winner in this thing because you're getting the event at your store. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I'll wear a dress. I got, I'm going to have a mega event. I got guys flying in for this country for this event. Is there any chance that you'd wear a dress? That you would have to wear a dress? Do you think that there's any chance there's that you could lose? There's always a chance. Well, but I, I'm not you don't seem too confident. I, I don't think I'm wearing a dress. Okay. I don't think I'm wearing let a dress. This, let this false rumor that Eric Jr. is spreading on the, this thread that he gave me money to bring pastries. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, oh, wow. Let, it, let it die right here. Did he's, making, cigar <laughs> he's making it worse. That, that man's never given me money to buy <laughs> Holy cow. He did bring pastries a couple weeks ago when he oh, came Oh, yeah. Out. He told me about it yesterday. I said, but, but listen, I, what am I going to show up with well, pastries? Abe is in some sort of contest. Yeah, we'll, that's we'll a good idea. We'll have Mojo Donuts. We'll have Mojo Donuts in November. <laughs> All right. Okay. This has been a fantastic show, Jack. Yeah, thanks, thanks for being for here. Down, man. Great show. <laughs> Thank Coop, you thanks for being thanks. in town. Yeah. We're glad you were thanks, here. Coop. Thank you. Uh, it's been a fascinating show. If you missed any part of it, make sure you check out the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page for all the highlights and everything else that happened today. Uh, Till next week, and as always, keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Cigar Fairy's making round. Yeah, that's fantastic. Keep it lit with KMA Talk Radio.